0: Star Wars, The Twilight Knights, Episode 1, Shades of Grey. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. The year is 3643 BBY, or before the Battle of Yavin. Ten years after the Treaty of Coruscant was signed, an armistice agreement that ended the Great Galactic War between the Sith Empire and the Galactic Republic. In the ten years since a Cold War has been brewing both sides testing the other in skirmishes and covert operations officially sworn off by their respective governments. The effects of this tentative peace are felt far and wide. Tensions are escalating, and those who pay attention are aware of how close to a boiling point we've come. However, as rebellion stirs on both Republic and Sith-controlled worlds, we turn our eyes to Wild Space, the uncontrolled and unexplored regions of the galaxy, where neither Republic nor Empire have control yet. Here, docked with space station Myrnala 7, the last civilized station in this particular region of wild space, we look to the Aeon Cutter, a prototype Corellian blockade runner, and those who live within it, the Order of Twilight. The Order of Twilight is a, what would be classified as a neutral force organization. They neither side with the Jedi, nor with the Sith, nor with the light, nor with the dark, but rather seek the balance between the two. As such, neither side likes them all that much, or tolerates them, which is why the, for- the organization operates under the uh, auspices of a humanitarian relief organization known as Horizon Relief. Thus, the Aeon Cutter is not the home of the Order of Twilight, it is the headquarters of Horizon Relief. However, facades aside, we look to the interior, where a group of young Twilight squires are preparing themselves. They have been instructed to meditate, to allow the Force to sustain them through the night, and reflect on their lives and their years of training, and where it has brought them up to now. We start with Graz Tatha. Jack, please describe yourself, introduce us to Graz, and describe the room that you're meditating in.
1: Graz is a Wookiee, fairly lean of build for his species, just over two meters tall. He's young, early 20s, with dark mottled brown fur, and probably most noticeably golden eyes. Currently, he is seated on the floor of his cabin. There are a few possessions hung on the walls. The bed is rumpled. Most of the linens kind of piled up at the foot in a level of disarray. No windows and as he sits, trying to control and pace his breathing, eyes closed, his ears swivel as he cocks his head from side to side every once in a while. Still kind of auditorially aware of his surroundings despite his best efforts.
0: Roll me a destiny point. <laughs> okay. Two lights light. So you are meditating, becoming one with the Force, letting it sustain you through the night. You are thinking about a positive aspect of your training. Would you be thinking about reflecting on your physical training, your instruction in the Force, or something else, do you think?
1: Physical training, most likely. He, he, tends to be a little more in tune with his body than his mind at most points
0: so as you think back you recall yourself standing astride this long length of rope strung between two large platforms in the training section doing your best to keep balance something that is not very easy for a wookie of your size uh, Wookiees are, Wookie's are very agile creatures in their native home of Kashyyyk, but also in the native home of Kashyyyk, everything is bigger and this is a much smaller length of rope or vine than you might be used to standing nearby is this much older wookiee zook the one of the crusaders and one of your trainers in the in the in in the aon cutter a mostly brown with bits of gray coming through wookiee giant of a wookiee who stands uh, a good extra meter taller than you by himself uh, with armored armored robes covering his shoulder and one arm, holding what looks to be a large uh, metal staff in one hand, though you know it is a lightsaber pike. And as you try to balance, Zook simply calls out to you in the native tongue of Wookiees, this growling and barking voice. It's not like a vine, Graz. You can't just grab it and hold it. You have to let it hold you. And this seemingly unhelpful advice, which you've come to know, uh, Zook in particular is full of unhelpful advice, frustrates you a little bit, but you get the, you get the intention. It's, it's a thing you have to find for yourself. It's not something he can give to you. And so as you're thinking about this and trying to get across this rope, I want you to give me... Let me pull up a character sheet so I can see what all the skills are.
2: Uh,
0: I want you to give me a yeah an um, athletics check uh difficulty two so that's gonna be two purple die
1: all right two purples athletics one success to advantage
0: all right so you focus and you let the force wrap around you and let it support you in areas where you are too heavy and you just you imagine the rope is a wide plank and you begin walking forward, one foot in front of the other, the rope bending underneath your weight, but this is very clearly something designed for a creature of your size. As you move forward, and forward, and forward, and forward. And eventually you open your eyes, and you're at the other side. And Zook nods. You feel a bit of pride, and Zook just simply says, All right. Now go back. And as that bit of pride is ever so subtly crushed (laughs) underneath the (laughs) calm and expectant gaze of this elderly Wookiee, we move to someone else who is meditating. Crack, describe yourself and tell us where you are.
3: Crack is a Quarren, which is an amphibious species with sort of squid-like head uh, and talon fingers otherwise bipedal two arms um he has bright orange skin and uh iridescent blue eyes without pupils or irises just a uniform iridescent blue uh he is currently floating um uh, almost completely upside down in a flooded chamber um, on the aeon cutter there's a workbench nearby uh and as he floats, he fiddles idly with um, a, uh, an old, mostly broken apart data pad and is in the process of removing screws and fasteners from it. And as they come out, they slowly float away into the water around him and a small plate-sized uh, crab-like droid is flitting back and forth through the water and picking them up as they drift away and bringing them back and putting them into either Crack's other hand or into one of the tendrils coming off of his face. Now
0: you have something very specific that you're meditating on, so go ahead and roll me a destiny point. Okay. One dark side. and it's something, <coughs> And it's something that's a bit frustrating, mostly because of the circumstances, but you're thinking about a request that had been given to you Graz, at some point, had come to you with a truncheon and asked if you could do a little fixing do a little fixing-upping of it uh, you recall being in the engineering bay with the archon cal regulus this large muscular cathar the biggest cathar any of you have ever seen almost as big as a wookie and that's saying something because cathar are typically smaller than humans uh so this massive lion of a man catman catman person uh very carefully and casually going over the intricacies of how the force interacts with droids it is a common misconception that the force cannot interact with droids they can't feel it or see it or sense it the way we do but it still flows through them and much like them through any other inanimate object. Feel the force in the object, feel it flow through the parts, and let it guide you in the construction. You are going to be making a hard mechanics check, that's three difficulty dice, but you will also add your force die. All right... Alright. now you are a light side force user, ostensibly. would you like to flip one of the two light side destiny points that you currently have in order to use that dark side point to succeed at this task
3: uh no i i again, it looks like i've already succeeded
0: you have you have you have generated two successes thus far
3: yes um uh Assuming Crack feels like he he has succeeded, I think he's standing there looking up at Cal because Crack is uh, relatively short, short but broad, sort of a fireplug type stature. Uh, But looking up at uh, at Cal and then we'll focus. And if he feels like he's making sufficient progress here, on a on a droid that he's working on. is are you're you're,
0: you're you're working on uh, Graz's, uh truncheon.
3: Oh, on, on the truncheon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then if that if that feels like he's making progress, he won't use the uh, force point at this point.
0: Two successes is enough. You've managed to successfully install the weighted head onto the truncheon. It's not a particularly difficult task. You are simply adding more weight to the end of the and into a club of a club. Um, but yes, you have successfully modified Grouse's truncheon have plus one damage with the weighted head so jack you can go ahead and add that to it
3: cool even that is something that crack probably does three separate times um he's unhappy with the weight the first time takes it back apart removes a little bit from the staff adds it again is now unhappy with the link takes it back off adds an extender and then puts the weight on a third time
0: And that, there's sort of a building frustration here, and you sort of feel like, you know, you should be better at this than you are. But, you succeed. And, leaning back and looking at it, Cal, those... Congratulations. You've added weight to a club. Now let's try this. And he reaches underneath the table, picks up what looks like, uh, what looks like a heavily modified... Uh blaster rifle drops it on the table in front of you, take it apart, and as you begin to follow the screws and follow the pieces and remove this blaster rifle from its various comp- uh components, we shift again to Corsurath William, please introduce yourself, describe your character and what and where you are
4: Corsurath is a pure blooded sith and for what that means in the modern age. There are very few who are truly pure blood, but he is deep crimson skinned with the variety of bony protrusions and facial tendrils that comes with the typical appearance of a Sith pure blood with bright red eyes and a deep scar that runs above the right eye down across the right cheek. Um currently sitting in what was at one point his own personal room, but is now shared with another. Uh, Resting, sitting cross-legged on a bed that has been moved to center point within the room. The room itself, at one point, had been mostly bare, but has been decorated by this point, not by his own hand. But some of these decorations are covering up the myriad of scarring Across the walls from ostensibly a training saber being taken to the walls at some point as he rests, eyes closed, <laughs> leg crossed, sitting on the center of this bed, just breathing in, breathing out. Peace is a lie, as is passion.
0: Go ahead and roll me a destiny point. dark side. All right, another point to the dark side. You're thinking about this meditation. You're thinking about this this code that has been taught to you by the Twilight Order. Uh, again, the Twilight Order being a neutral organization, have their own views on how the Force should be. Peace is a lie, as is passion. There is no peace without conflict. There is no passion without serenity. The force is one, not two halves of a whole where light and dark meet is twilight, and in twilight there is balance, and in that balance we find the force. And you're thinking about the person who told you this code, who introduced you to this lifestyle. And you find yourself fading back to the Exarch's room, the Twilight Exarch's room. Jin Ibeshu Zardun, or Nibeshuza is the Twilight Exarch of the Order. He is a very serious-looking Chiss, but all Chiss are very serious-looking, with their smooth blue skin, brilliant red eyes, and a calm, imperious demeanor. Jin, in particular, or Nibeshuza in particular, seems like the individual who you would never notice first in a meeting, But once you notice, you realize that he has been in charge the whole time. It's this very quiet power that he possesses. Specifically, you recall sitting across from him at his desk in his office, drinking tea, and trying very hard, as you normally do, to get a read on him. He told you once that... If the the day you would be able to read his thoughts would be the day you would no longer need any training. And so, you're trying. Do you have any Force powers currently unlocked?
4: Nope.
0: I want you to give me... We're gonna give it a... Here we go. Let's look at our social skill interactions. I want you to give me a... Discipline. Check. This is going to be difficulty, this is going to be a hard difficulty with three difficulty dice, and upgraded twice.
4: Good, so I won't be able to make this.
0: Well, you never know, you can always roll blanks on all the difficulty. No. <laughs> so, with a failure... One of every failure you can get. <laughs> with a failure, a threat, and a despair, um... You sort of you're, you're you're looking at the Exarch trying to get a read on something. And you realize you're only sensing your own emotions. No matter what you try to do or what subject of conversation you try to go down as you are communicating back and forth and enjoying a very nice cup of tea with the Exarch. Everything you're getting off of him is like if your emotions were the sun and he was a mirror. And you come to this realization right as you felt like you were on the cusp of getting something, and you realize that you were not never going to get anything. And that's just a little bit frustrating.
4: The only thing he's reading is loathing for himself. <laughs>
0: from himself it's amazing well we move from Corserath to Avasia Avasia please describe yourself and where you're at
5: Avasia is in the same room as Corserath right now she is in the corner meditating she has crimson skin as well she's pure blood Sith Uh, her hair
6: is a dark brown pulled back into a ponytail and she is currently dressed in all black.
0: Go ahead and give me a destiny. What am I clicking for that? Click roll destiny up at the top, up in the, in the, that second section of your character sheet.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Another dark side point. Oh goody. All the toys for me. So you also are thinking back on your individual training. Particularly, you're thinking about your training with the arms master of the ship, saras Artinos, a Mandalorian of substantial power, thinking about her in the training room, because unlike the rest of the group, you get a little bit of one-on-one training with her, because you are following down a very similar path to her fighting style, that of the Juyo Berserker. You recall one of your private training sessions, one that was definitely more frustrating than others. It was one of the very early ones. You recall standing before Saris, who stands uh, as a very imposing individual, even though she's only 5'8". Uh, But she's a five. She's 5'8", she's five wearing f- a full set of Beskargum, the Mandalorian armor. And this Beskargum is decorated in broken bits of bone around the face, around the chest, down the arms. She has this fur-lined cloak that hangs off of her armor, and behind her in the training room is the massive skull of a crate dragon. These massive creatures from the desert world of Tatooine, which are infamously difficult to kill and quite often worth quite a lot of money if you manage to do so. She stands there looking at you in the middle of the training room, and even though... How tall is Avasia? 5'8". Even though you're the same size, it feels like she's looking down at you from a great height. Your objective, Avasia, is to stop me from walking past you. Now, I want you to come at me with everything you've got, and we'll see what we need to build from there and she begins to walk forward. How are you going to try to stop her from walking past you? you have in your hand you have in your hand uh, a trading saber
5: uh, she's gonna try to go for her ankles and trip her
0: okay with with your feet or with a saber with the saber all right so you are going to need to make uh, you are going to make an so you are going to be moving to engage range and make a lightsaber attack so you're going to uh lightsaber attacks are two difficulties so you're gonna have two purple die and specifically attacking saris right now she's gonna go easy on you um you are going to need to upgrade that attack four times so when you're looking at your dice pool at the top you add two to the purple die and then four to the upgrade box immediately underneath it then click out then go into combat find your lightsaber make sure it's set to lightsaber for the skill and swing How do I... I'm sorry, what do at I the, hit? At the top middle of the lightsaber weapon, there's the little dice button. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's all right. So you succeed, and two threats and a despair. So you actually do score a hit. You come in, ignite that lightsaber. There's this crackle hiss of the plasma blade extending, this pale blue blade. You come in, score... Drop down to your knees, slide, swing, and the lightsaber scores across the ankles of Ceres, of and you continue to slide past as she continues to walk, the lightsaber not even leaving a, score, a glancing uh, score across the ankles.
3: That
4: attack was using her brawl skill.
0: Yeah. Oh, using the brawl skill, not lightsaber? Oh, sorry. That's all right. Let's try it again. Let's make it the
4: right skill. That's actually better.
0: It is better. Yeah. It's significantly
4: better.
2: There's no despair.
0: <laughs> so again, you come through, sliding through, and the, the, the blade parts for her legs as she continues to walk past you. You manage to not colli- collide into anything, though, and get back up to your feet as she turns around. Your job, as the warrior, as the one who walks the Juyo path, is to protect everything behind you. If an enemy manages to get past you, then your job has failed. We will continue this training until you can stop me from walking past you. And the training continues. For years, your training continues. Eventually, you do manage to stop her from walking past. Not by trying to trip her or injure her, but by forcing yourself to be an obstacle she must address. And throughout this entire competition, you realize why you were picked out. Because... Your frustration in this moment gives you the strength and the stubbornness to continue on against this overwhelming force that is your trainer. but we move on to katahab Aaron, please describe your character and where they're at
6: um so in a wooden. In a room with a wide window that looks out into space or at this time perhaps some market or storage bay, wherever we might be docked, Um, there's below it a rack of wooden storage with small boxes that extend out onto all of the other walls of this relatively compact room that probably bring, brings to mind a herbalist clinic, an impression that's probably reinforced by the drying plants and flower. There's also hanging from further up on the wall. There's a wooden table with more storage beneath it. It seems like many things are away at the moment, except for one thing that is on the table: a incense burner that is wafting smoke around the entire. Room and towards katahab uh, or kitty. The resemblance to Groz is very strong, though if one can differentiate Wookiees, there's clearly less muscle mass and, and trained strength to her figure. Her um her the hair on her head has a U wave leaves in braids and a notable feather that's green and yellow. Um, and the hair on her arms has a much tighter er, braiding to it, as though to keep it from getting caught on anything will, will not but in any way restricting the senses that come um, with direct touch uninhibited by gloves. Um,
2: yeah. All
6: right. And
0: you're thinking about creation, the act of crafting and alchemy, things you've been learning aboard this ship, things that you feel you were destined to learn aboard this ship. Go ahead and roll me your destiny point. Okay. Too dark side. Ha <laughs>
6: ha
7: ha. Countering out my brother.
0: We're down to we're down two to five right now. It's looking good for me.
7: So only gonna get better from here, I'm sure. Oh yeah. So
0: You're thinking about a room with a bubbling cauldron and all manner of exotic materials hanging from strings on the walls and from shelves, a room that most of the ship fears to step in because of its inhabitant, not necessarily because of anything she has done, but because of the reputation of her people one Raz Shela, a Dathomirian knight-sister who serves aboard the ship as a crusader of the Twilight Order, and particularly as your instructor in the alchemical arts. You have come to her with resources and an idea. You want to craft an amulet, a protective amulet that you might bestow upon one of the other squires in the hopes that it might aid in their tasks ahead. You sit down in front of this bubbling cauldron with your materials and your much smaller workbench in front of you. Raz, this tall, lanky, blue-skinned with tattoos all over her face and arms, red and black robes wrapped around her lithe form, comes over to you and sort of leans down. Well then, you know the ritual, you know the words, and you have the material. Let's see if you can make something of it. So you are going to make either an easy discipline or an easy knowledge lore check and add your force die to the roll.
6: Um, easy would be difficulty one, correct? Difficulty one, correct. Um, all right. I'm just going to add the force die in the dice pool. And we're going with knowledge lore. Because my discipline's not great, but I do know the
2: legends.
6: Oh, fuck. Well.
0: All right. Would you like to, because you have the opportunity, would you like to flip a destiny point and use that dark side point you generated to generate a success? Oh, yeah yeah all right, so go ahead and hit the use to be used go ahead and hit the uh use light side point on the destiny button yep as the light as the power of the force shifts further to the dark, and you have one success and three advantages now, as per table three four would you like to spend those advantages on anything to increase the effectiveness of this amulet?
6: oh probably um. I just need to pull up the correct book because I was. For instance,
0: if you were to use all three of those advantages points, you could give it additional power. If the talisman is used to inflict or reduce damage, which I believe a protective amulet is what you're making.
6: A protective amulet lets you like breathe underwater and avoid environmental damages, I believe. But yes, I am making a protective
0: amulet. Uh, Uh, This talisman surrounds the user with an aura that simulates the comforts of their native environment, no matter the dangers that surround them. While active, the talisman allows the user to ignore environmental effects such as fire, acid, and corrosive atmospheres. They also act as if if in a standard gravity field and may breathe normally, even underwater and in a vacuum. Weapons with the burn quality do not count as having that quality when used as part of the attack against the user. So yeah, it wouldn't be a defensive thing, but
3: uh, Party in Crack's room. (laughs)
0: Um, You could... You could... uh, So. You could use three advantage to take the clever construction effect and make two of these amulets instead of one.
6: Oh, no, you're right. That is a better thing than I was thinking. Um, I was thinking I was going to cut the price in half. No, I'm doubling my output.
2: Half the price or double the output.
0: (laughs) So, you... Focus and let the force flow through you. And perhaps it is the Night Sister's influence being next to you, but you feel this sort of sickly sweet flowing of power coming from the room around you and into the creation before you. It's very different from the way you normally access the force, and you take one point of strain for doing so. But it's not bad. And as you focus and craft, you let your body move autonomously, not really thinking about what you're doing, and, and and when you suddenly realize there are two amulets now before you, you had only used, you had only siphoned out the amount of materials you thought you needed for one, but do you have two? Awesome.
6: Um... Just refresh my memory, does using the Force like that also increment morality, or no?
0: Yeah, it will generate one point of conflict.
6: Awesome.
0: Very Very good, your teacher says as she looks down at you, and you can hear the pride in her voice. Unlike some of the other teachers in here, she's not afraid of letting you know when she's proud of you. I see you have quite the long and storied tale ahead of you, one who can craft talismans of such power with such efficiency. Come, let me show you a few more tricks. Okay. And as you think about this experience, we cut away to Ilyana so jeremy please
7: we cut away to somebody else really quick sorry we cut away i mean was really bad on that super bad
0: we cut away to niris who is not meditating nope niris is currently operating where please describe yourself and where you're at
5: um so niris is a droid uh tripod so three legs um kind of looks sort of like a droidica. um it's two manipulated arms and I'm currently in a hallway somewhere trying to plug a USB port into a panel. It's not going in.
0: <laughs> you're, you're, there, there are numerous scratch marks on yep. the wall around this yep. input device you're just come on, go in. Come on. And as you yep. are as you are frustratedly trying to plug in and you flip it over, try it now. No, that didn't work. Yep. Flip it back over the other way. Try it now. As you do that, suddenly your vision turns red. Oh. And runes pass across your visor. This series, this string of text that you cannot read, this goes back and forth and back and forth until it's all you can see. You've lost all sign of the exterior world at this point. The wall is no longer there. And this red and black vision of text flows across you. And there's a break. This staticky bit of the middle opens up, and looking down at you is this gray helmet with another rune carved into it, similar but different to the ones that were flowing across your face previously. You are unfamiliar with the surroundings, you're unfamiliar with the situation, but there is this voice emanating from the person above you. Well... The subject is still alive, for now, as we make our 15th incision along the upper right arm and bicep. They've stopped screaming long ago. It seems the pain has overwhelmed their mind, though the fact that they are still alive after all this damage is good news for my research. Roll me a destiny point.
5: Okay. <laughs>
0: the light side yep. No, and as he be- as this individual begins to speak again there is this crackling breakup as if it said something but it was censored in your mind and you couldn't hear it it was just static let's begin on the next incision and the image closes the words come back and it's just you cannot make any sense of it. Distantly, you hear a voice going, "Hey, hey, hey!" And then all of a sudden, there's a clang, and your vision comes back to normal. You're looking at the wall as a mechanical hand smacked you upside the back of the head. Hey, Nereus, what's going on? You having trouble? No.
5: <laughs> I very. <laughs> I, there's a moment where where Neres is just continuing to stare at the wall because that was very disorienting. Um. And then the head turns. It's like a box, basically, and there's a blue screen on the front of his face. Turn and look at...
0: You turn to see two droids standing next to you, two of the security team. We have uh, uh, W3DG uh, Wedge, the one that smacked you upside the back of the head. Uh, Mm -hmm. This lanky humanoid Zerka droid, uh, that uh, uh, Zerka commando droid that serves currently as one of the security team. And B1G5, or Biggs, this massive... Uh. <laughs> this massive shield-bearing law enforcement droid off one of the core worlds that just sort of is standing behind Wedge, who's looking at you like you were just sort of spacing out, staring at the wall. What's going on?
5: Uh, malfunction.
0: Huh? hey, malfunction. Well, you should probably get that looked at, shouldn't you?
5: Mm, yeah. Hey, no, you, I- you
0: want some? You want some help with that? It says indicating the
1: device you're trying to plug into the wall.
5: No, I got it. I got turns it. Out, it. I turns out and, it's a toaster. <laughs> try and do it again. You <laughs> you you make a make a
0: coordination check. D- easy okay. difficulty. What's wanna be one die.
5: Yep. One purple uh, die. Difficulty one coordination uh
1: there it is wedge and bigs are my two favorite characters now yes you did not
0: add,
5: there it goes. goes two
0: failures two advantages so you <laughs> <laughs> there is just this scratching sound as you 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 extend the arm a little bit too far it hits at a corner <coughs> and you just drag it along the wall <coughs> there's now a groove in the wall damn it the device is still fine Damn it! Bigs yeah. behind wedge beeps something in binary, <laughs> which you understand to be "Are you sure?" Um, and <laughs> wedge is going like, you know, I, I've you, here, 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 just here, let me give you. I've got you know a little bit more dexterous fingers, <laughs> and he sort of helps you plug it in. Yep. <laughs>
5: I let that happen.
0: Yeah, no. If you're if you're like you know your your coordination motivators are going bad, you should probably go uh, see Cal and just you know have him tune that back up a little bit.
5: Hmm. Yeah, no. I'll just get my previous re- previous <clears throat> maintenance records from I walk off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: cool see you later oh by the way watch out um some of the dumb dumb droids got stuck in the maintenance shaft so they might come raining out as you walk in past just just let them do their thing they'll get through it eventually will do thank you and you know the dumb dumb droids are repair are repair droids that cal has put together throughout the ship to help mm-hmm. him with various fix his fixes <clears throat> they're basically pit droids and they get stuck very easily because they have an intellect of zero yeah but they work good in groups.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So and you I... you head off. Are we yep. ready? Are we ready now, Jeremy?
7: Yes. Yes. We
0: cut back over to Ilyana.
7: Yep. <clears throat> uh, so Ilyana, uh, yeah, I figure, is probably in her room. I would say, um, which is as wildernessy as she could possibly make it look. Um, and I- 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 Ilyana's Death of Miriam um, is uh, as, as probably not quite as as and skin as, as most, uh, most probably are. Um... You probably can't see too much of her at this particular, or of of who she is at this particular moment. She's dressed in in a uh, mostly covering outfit as she uh, robe as she meditates. Can kind of see you know her face, which has the 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 treble tattoos that are very common in the Daphimerians. Uh, hers are more less tattoos and more sort of uh, cut in. Um, uh, and she's just sort of sitting there and uh, I would say focusing she is just letting her, her her mind as she often does travel to wherever the force is taking her right now. All
2: okay. right.
0: Go ahead and roll me Destiny Point. Uh,
7: Hey.
0: Hey, look. Light side. Hey. All right, we are three to six. So You're thinking back a little bit further than maybe everyone else is. Thinking back to shortly after you left Dathomir, following as the Force wills, you recall being on a space station in the Core Worlds. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The Force guided you. To a particular place. Uh, There is a bar on this particular space station, but not inside, around the corner and to the back. And as you walk into the darkness, unafraid, because darkness has been your closest companion since you can remember, a voice, sickly sweet and smooth, comes out from the darkness. Hello, sister. I see the forces guided you here to me.
7: I suppose that it has.
0: As you turn and look, there is the very image of a Dathomirian Knight Sister standing before you, though one you don't recognize—one okay. that has been long gone since before you came to Dathomir. Okay. Red robes, pale skin, the tattoo markings, holding what looks like to be a Force Pike, this long, thin metal staff. The Force guided me here as well, telling me I might find a lost sister wandering among the rabble.
7: Tell me, why are you here? Why am I... Here, and she You're sort of gonna... holds her arms out. I mean, that's a question that, that's really a question that sort of answers itself, doesn't it?
0: So you follow where the Force indicates. No impetus or curiosity of your own.
7: I didn't say that.
0: She smiles. So again, why
7: are you here? If I said you first, would that be mean...
0: I am here, as a guide, to find all of my sisters who found themselves thrown away, discarded, or otherwise unwanted by our dear, and when she says dear, you can hear the venom, Mother on Dathomir. Okay. She sort of raises an eyebrow and looks at you.
7: Are you saying that's me?
0: If it's not, I can simply go my own way.
7: Let's pretend it is. She smiles. I haven't decided. What's next?
0: Well, we go somewhere where you can decide. My name... Dear sister, in case you were curious, is Raz Shela. And
7: you? Eliana.
0: A pleasure to meet you. Walk with me. <laughs> and as you meditate on this moment, which you generally consider to be a fairly positive one, not necessarily because it took you in the direction you wanted to go, but because it afforded you certain opportunities you might not have had otherwise... You recall following Chaz back, or or Raz back to a ship, the Aeon Cutter, where you have spent the past few years studying, training, and attuning yourself to the Force and trying to decipher its will, why it brought you here, why it brought you to Raz, and why it brought Raz to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, while the group of you are meditating... One who is not finds her way to the Exarch's Chamber. You, As you get there, I want you to make me a... Uh, make me a Perception check. Difficulty 3. It's going to be a hard
1: check.
5: Okay. Perception... <clears throat>
7: Oh.
0: Nope. As you get there, your 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 sensors can detect that the Exarch is talking. You just can't make out what it is that is being said on the other side of the door. Um, but there you can. But by that by that also nature, you can tell the Exarch is in.
2: All
5: right. Um. Hmm. <laughs> I will knock and then wait.
0: You knock. There's silence. A couple more muted things. And the door opens. Inside you see Nibeshuza sitting at a desk looking across at you. Ah, Niris. Please come in.
5: I will walk in. I'm looking around to see who's talking with or was it a ho- like a hollow? Thing?
0: Doesn't seem to be anybody here. Okay. Probably a hollow call. Okay. Door closes behind you. Is there something you need?
5: The memory happened again.
0: What was it this time?
5: A uh, helmet. I couldn't see.
0: You couldn't see anything other than
5: the helmet. Mm, <clears throat> words that I couldn't read. What if that happens <laughs> when I'm piloting?
0: It would be very bad. Give me a cool check, difficulty
5: two. Okay. Ooh.
0: There was no difficulty on that roll.
5: There wasn't. Oh, nope. That's because I didn't click out of the th- or add up. For some reason, it went to negative four instead of two. How did that happen? <laughs> that's not correct. Here we go. Let me that's do fair. it again. There.
0: Doesn't throw. Yep. You notice one lock of hair on on uh, on his head is out of place.
5: That's unusual, I feel like. It is.
0: This is a man who is always perfectly presentable and always on form. And this one lock of hair of his otherwise impeccable hair is hanging down to one side. And as you notice that, you notice you don't know how old uh, Nibashuza is. Mm -hmm. You've never been able to determine it or calculate it. But... He looks old right now, more okay. haggard than you've ever seen him. The concern is very still is very much still there. He is very mm-hmm. much concerned about the thing that you've experienced, yeah, but something is wearing on him more than usual right now and and you wouldn't have noticed it if not for that hair
2: mm-hmm
0: well done my best to shield you from outside influences, it's possible that in a moment of distraction something got through. I imagine they shouldn't be looking for you, but. There's a bit of puzzlement in his face. And again, he Mate. just looks tired.
5: may i ask what has disturbed you you look tired that is not usual oh.
0: he oh, sort it's... of jokes for a second and sort of fixes his hair with one quick motion of his hand nothing it's just a call from my brother
5: has he mentioned a brother to me before i don't think you so. know he
0: has a brother you, okay. you know he has a brother he's never told you who his brother is or what his brother does
5: and as far as I know they have not been in contact before
0: you've never they they have they have communicated before you know this okay. um like there there will be occasion where there will be occasion where he will excuse himself indicating that he needs to make a call to his brother or receive a call from his brother okay. but that is the furthest extent you've ever gotten okay that's well, let me know if anything more of any more detail of this comes out or if it happens again before the mission tomorrow, otherwise you should relax, get your rest.
5: Of course apologies for disturbing you.
0: not that a problem will go out. You leave and the door closes behind you so. The rest of you. You meditate throughout the night, the force sustaining you in ways that it has never done before. You imagine part of this is ritual. You don't think you'd be able to do this on a regular basis. You feel no hunger. You're not really tired either when the morning comes and a message is sent to all of your respective rooms and data devices from your trainer, Sarah Sartinos. It simply reads, training room, one hour.
7: Okay. Uh,
1: Question. Yes. Because I wasn't able to get it. Does a datapad serve as a comlink as well, or are those two separate things that you need one each of? Those are two separate things that can occasionally be combined
0: into one. Uh, okay. But no, if, as as market price, a datapad and a comlink are two different things. A datapad okay. is a device on which you store information, and a comlink mm. is a device through which you communicate audibly.
6: I am mm. assuming those of us that spent all of our money on drugs have like some sort of ship wide intercom system. That yeah,
0: there's like a there's like a, a computer like a, or a datapad mounted to the wall of all of your rooms. Through which you can get messages that from the ship's local network. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And that would be where this message is coming from.
2: Yep.
1: Okay. okay. Um and we're given an hour's notice. Yes. Graz heads okay. down immediately.
6: Mm-hmm. Grab those talismans and also head down pretty much immediately.
0: Nidris, you're also given a message, this one from uh, Nibeshusa saying it would be good for you to be in the training room when the others arrive so that you can monitor their combat and assess for yourself where you might fit in their lineup.
5: Right. I head down there then when I get that. So is anybody doing
0: anything in the hour that you have prior to going to the training room?
6: I mean, were we instructed not to eat or, like, force sustain you, presumably? Yeah,
0: you're, like, you're not hungry, but you can eat if you want. Okay. Like,
6: No, I, I'm gonna gather. Force is sustaining me. The Force does that sometimes. It's fine.
0: Yeah. So, like, You're not hungry at the moment. You'll probably be hungry by the time you leave for your mission, whatever that is. You all know there's some sort of mission happening later today. But at the moment, you're not. if no one has anything specifically they're going to do in the hour between now and then you all eventually convene at whatever pace you have in an hour in the training room once again, this training room is this massive open uh, room with walls that have been scored repeatedly with lightsaber cuts, both from training sabers and real ones. There's this massive crate dragon skull hanging in the far background on sort of a raised platform that, uh, that Saras will lecture from whenever she comes into the room. The group of you gather... And there is a little bit of murmuring amongst you. Neres, uh appears and off to one side, sort of in an observatory, in, in an observer's area.
3: Yep. And Rek is like thirty seconds late. <laughs> On the
0: dot, with military precision, at that hour point, Saris steps out from from a door at the far end of the room and approaches the group of you, never leaving the platform that she is on, so she maintains that slightly elevated space. Though, for the Wookiees, it's more closer to eye level than normal. (laughs) But again, even though she's shorter than you, it always feels like you're looking up at her and you don't know why.
6: That's
1: how the Force shows her. All right, squires. Our our, our mother had that same kind of demeanor. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs>
0: All right, squires, before you leave, you have one last obstacle to overcome. Before you head out on a grand and wondrous mission, you can hear the sarcasm in her voice. Ruby, Sapphire, she calls out. <laughs> And as she calls out the floor uh, irises open and two elevators rise up as two large training droids appear. One Looking sort of like one being a a quadrupedal uh, 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 entity with this upright torso and this dome-like astromech-esque head with two arms and a a third over top with a cannon attached to it, holding what is currently glowing, a bright blue double-bladed training saber the other looking more humanoid but slightly bigger than Graz uh, 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 with a arm that terminates in a training saber emitter that is currently blazing this ruby red. I would suggest to the lot of you prepare your sabers. And at that point we are going to roll us some initiate So Go to the combat tab of your character sheets. Make sure the PC toggle is selected and roll. Uh, it's going to, this is prepared. So this is going to be cool. Are we supposed to have anything in the difficulty or you does should, it ignore you that? You to automatically? have, you should have nothing in the difficulty. Okay. Though I think, I, think, I don't know.
6: There's usually not any difficulty on initiative.
0: Um, yeah no there is no difficulty on initiative it's just I don't know if it
6: uh, I don't know if the algorithm ignores the difficulty uh, or not do you have a thing that puts no. your force die on your thing or did you forget to move it Greg?
3: no it was just still turned on yeah.
6: it's okay it doesn't affect the rule no worries
4: but yeah. uh, one more time because I accidentally saw it it up does well. detect it I think
0: should um, I
5: do this anyway just in case the combat spreads to me or not unless it,
0: do you intend to join in on the combat
5: I do not
4: then no okay uh, if you want to if you want to drop that two zero at the very bottom there because that was accidentally had the uh yep got it
5: what am i hitting
0: so you go to the combat tab of your character yeah. sheet and where it says initiative there at the top mm-hmm. make sure you've got pc selected and then mm-hmm. click the die button on the right hand side of cool okay
4: that one also still has all the difficulty and stuff in it
1: you'll have to go up to your uh it looks yeah Yeah, no
3: i i I don't know if this is something that you want to do because it's a lot more bookkeeping on your end john but you can set the difficulty on your side
0: I can, but then I have to remember to remove it. Otherwise it'll because if I set the global modifier, it affects everyone's roles.
3: Yeah, but my point is, you know, if, if all of us are making a roll, you can you can set it on your side, have yeah. all of us roll and then it, take it back out.
0: From
6: the last well, time from the last our, time we played it. It's, our modifiers will stack with jots.
0: Yeah, there's also that. Any modifiers you have in your dice pool will also stack. It's much easier to just have you guys keep track of it and let me tell you it rather than have me setting it.
3: I I'm just I'm just tossing it out as an option. I've I've run it in roll twenty two, and that's what we did yeah. in our campaign, and yeah. it was sometimes good, sometimes bad. So yeah. I understand.
0: <laughs> but it did is...
2: I do it correctly that time?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. As I try to find both of my little both ruby and sapphire.
4: There you are. Uh, the one that needs to be removed is at zero zero at the bottom. <laughs> just right. don't let them get
3: together, guys. <laughs>
6: Oh my god, there's a song playing, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two... And... I don't like these one, droids, they always two. say they're stronger than me. Alright. So... The lesbian romance is too powerful.
0: <laughs> the lights... your lightsabers all, with this crackle hiss, jump to life, as you all prepare for what is apparently going to be one of your final training sessions. Uh, at least before this supposed mission, whatever it is, uh, the first initiative, or the first slot in initiative, is a PC slot. So, again, just to recap, and the way initiative works in uh, the in the Fantasy Flight Star Wars systems is you have a, you generate a number of initiative slots based on the number of players and the number of enemies. Though sometimes enemies have abilities that will let them generate multiple slots or go in different times. Uh and then when those slots arrive, you get to pick who goes when. So of those of you that are currently in the fight, we should have one, two, three, four, five, six. We have six. Who wants to go first? Graz oh. does.
7: I almost want to, but it would be a dick move of me based on what Eliana's going to do, so I will not go first. All
0: right, so in combat, you have two things you can do. You have an action and a maneuver. If you want, you can take an amount of strain to take a second maneuver if you wish, though you cannot make more than two maneuvers in one turn. If you look in your handouts, in your quick references, you will see there are two things, actions and maneuvers and actions in encounters. Those are the two things that explain what your maneuvers and what your actions can do the reason there's that caveat about how you can't have more than two man- two maneuvers in a round is because you can't take an action to do a maneuver so you wouldn't be able to like take strain and triple stack um legit it's mm-hmm. too strained to perform an additional maneuver okay uh anyone that anyone that restrict that received any strain from your flashback sequences you can remove that it has been long enough that that will have gone away so, Graz, you are currently in short range from these two okay. droids. What you doing? All right.
1: Lightsaber is engaged, so he would need to use at least one maneuver to get into range of them, right? Correct. He's going to suffer to strain, so he's going to maneuver and then aim and then attack.
0: All right. So, you get a boost die added to your attack for aiming. Okay. And it's and which one are you attacking? Are you attacking Ruby or Sapphire? Ruby. Alright, you're attacking Ruby. So this is going to be an attack that is upgraded once. So two difficulty upgraded once.
1: Okay. So I've got a boost die and I'm rolling lightsaber brawn. Would Let's
0: you like to would you how... like to spend a light side to upgrade your attack?
1: Not at this point, oh. no. Nah. Boom. Alright, so uh you
0: used the skill and not the weapon. Oh whoops. Remember using the <laughs> weapon shows it different, but it's okay because I know what the da- I know what the damage is. So, okay. uh you have done you got one success, which indicates that you hit. <clears throat> you got another success, which adds to the damage. The base damage of a training lightsaber is six, so you do seven damage. It is stun damage. And you have mm-hmm. two advantages. Would you like to use those two advantages? Uh, I don't know. There's no, there's no critical on this. So um, do, you have any, do you have any abilities on yourself that aren't necessarily attached
1: to the lightsaber that you could trigger with two advantages? Uh, not unless I'm using a brawl. Right. Um, but I feel like I can use an advantage to recover strain. You can. In combat. So I just want to eliminate both those strain that I had. Uh, Actually, so, no, I want to eliminate one of those strain, if so I can. You can spend, on a one-to-one basis, you can eliminate strain with advantage, so you could spend two advantage
0: just to lose two strain. You can spend one advantage to add a boost die to the next allied active character's check. Um, you can spend an advantage to notice a single important thing, an ongoing conflict, such as the location of a blast door, etc., etc., etc. And those are the only things that are matter for one. For two... Uh, you can perform an immediate free maneuver that does, not exceed, that, that does not exceed the two maneuvers per turn limit, but you've already done that, so you can't do that. You can yep. add a setback die to Ruby's next check, or you can add a boost die to anybody's, any uh, character's next check, even if it, it wouldn't be the next character.
1: Um, yeah, he, he wants to recover one of his strain and then spend the other one to add a boost die to the next thing that somebody's
0: doing. All right, and if you're curious about that, uh, the the what you can what you can spend your advantages and triumphs are is in the uh, is in the uh, quick references guide. Advantages and triumphs combat is the document there that you can look at.
1: So, yeah, Graz will just leap forward, slam that saber in under, make some contact and hopefully give an opening for whoever's following him. So, yeah, you come in just roaring,
0: massive swing coming over the shoulder. The lightsaber comes up. But you at the very last moment, thinking back to the training you've been going with you've been doing with Cassillian, who is very Uh good at doing feints and such. You bring the lightsaber in up high and then just force your arm around and down to the side, cutting into the side of this droid. Electricity's sparking as your lightsaber bounces back off. (laughs) Dealing one point of strain. (laughs)
1: Because they've got soak out the ass, don't they?
0: Yes, they're trading droids. They're meant to be hit. Mm -hmm. Alright, NPC turn. Well, Ruby's gonna take this slot and is going to punch back at Groz. (laughs) Groz We're going to have two difficulties. Do you have anything that upgrades the difficulty of an opponent attacking you? Uh, Nope. All I've got is soak. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see what happens here when Ruby decides to smack you in the face. Ow. So that's going to be six, seven, eight, nine. That's going to be nine stun damage. So that's going to go straight to your strain. However, Ruby did generate a threat, and right underneath that advantages and triumph combat uh, quick reference chart, there is a threats and despairs quick reference chart, which you can look at uh, for one threat, you can make them suffer an additional strain, or you can make them lose the benefits of a prior maneuver, but they haven't taken one,
1: so. Would you like to uh, add yeah. some strain? They'll have, they'll they'll take a strain. All right. So yeah. Now, does soak apply to my strain damage as well? Yes, it'll apply to this because okay. it's an attack on you. All right so i only take 4 mm.
0: uh so yeah you that lightsaber comes in and bsh, gets you in the side and just reflexively <sighs> as the shocking damage hits you you just bring an elbow down and smack the arm away generating an additional point of strain on ruby all right and meanwhile sapphire is going to move in to engage with the others uh, so this dual, this double-blade wielding droid on 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 three legs just click, click spiders over, aiming directly for. Uh, we're gonna say crack.
3: Crack, <laughs> crack. As soon as he, he sees Groz get hit, calls out to them. How high is the voltage today, Groz? <laughs> All right.
0: Do you have anything that upgrades the difficulty of attacks against you, Crack?
3: Oh, certainly not. All right. All
0: right. Hey, three successes and two advantage. So now we're going to go over item qualities because this is relevant. Uh, So certain item qualities can be activated by spending advantages. Double blade lightsabers have the linked one quality, which means you can up to one time spend two advantages to trigger a second hit for the same amount of damage. So, Crack, you take one hit from uh, six, seven, eight points of stun damage. It's going to go to your strain, but you will be able to soak some amount of it. As one light, as one blade <laughs> catches you in the side of the head, that hand on the droid then spins around rapidly, and the other blade comes around from the other side and whacks you in the shoulder, dealing another eight strain to you.
3: Uh, crack goes out. Never mind. Just found out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it is a PC slot. So other than Graz, who's going next?
4: Corseroth would like to step in.
0: All right. Corsaroth, take your turn. So there is... Oh, so Sapphire is currently in engaged range with all the rest of you, except for Graz. And Ruby is in engaged range with Graz. Uh,
4: so Corsaroth having walked very quietly into this room and having mostly stood there and listened as information was given, as soon as the lightsaber turns on, looks up at- at, is Sapphire's in front of us right now? Yeah. Looks up at Sapphire. Oh, well, I suppose we're going to have to deal with this now, aren't we? How quick quick are you today? And it's just going to try and thrust over the
0: guard. Alright, so that's just going to be two difficulty. Sapphire does not have adversary one. Ruby does. Um, that's three hits. All right. So that's going to be six, seven, eight damage, but you do get a threat. So we're going to spend that threat to inflict one strain on you. So you're going to take one strain as you just sort of leap. At Sapphire coming in with this very, you know, sort of targeted aiming thrust, trying to get it over the arm, and you do succeed in getting over the arm. You just stretch a little bit too far, and your muscle in the back goes right there, and you sort of feel it. Mm. And I was like, would you slightly overextend? But you do manage to score a hit on Sapphire. All right. Any uh, anything you want to do with a maneuver?
4: Uh, let me quickly look at maneuvers. <clears throat> i suppose i can't do a guarded stance after i've already attacked
0: uh does it say
4: you can't it says, it says take penalties to melee attacks for a bonus to melee defense i'm assuming i can't do that after i've made the attack
0: um i'll say you can but it'll apply to your next to any attacks you make from then to the end of your next turn so
4: okay so like, uh, you will... go into
0: a defensive stance and then your next attack is going to be at that penalty
4: um I'll actually take the aim maneuver. All right, so you
0: stab in, come back, and just prep it for another thrust. Mm. All right, who wants to go next?
7: Uh, sure.
0: All right, Iliana.
7: <laughs> so, Yanis yeah, has been sitting back, watches this all sort of sort, sort of uh, last a couple of times, specifically when one of the other trainee, any of the other trainees, get hit. So think it's funny.
0: laughing twice at crack.
7: Yes. Um and then she'll go ahead and step forward and 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 from underneath the, the, the robe. Um uh she she's got the got the training saber in one hand, but lets the whip go out in the other hand mm-hmm. and is going to try and encircle um uh
0: yeah Ruby. All right. So you spend a maneuver to go over to Ruby.
7: Yep. <clears throat> and let's see how this goes. Uh... Oh, it's going to be so
0: Ruby's going to be two difficulty upgraded once.
7: Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Upgraded once. Um. Yeah, sure. I will go ahead and use, uh, use a use a use use a light side. Yep.
0: All right, you flip that point over, and
1: you've got the boost attack. die from from my attack. As oh, that's well, right, right, I do.
0: Technically, Courserath had it, but didn't you? Uh, yeah, Courserath used. No, no, Courserath didn't use it. So, yeah, you do have. We'll go ahead and say you Nice. It, since Courserath didn't use it.
7: Yeah, I forgot that it was there. Oh, that's fine. Well, that's a success and a threat.
0: All right, so you do manage to hit. Uh, you're going to take one strain from the threat as that's you fine. whip that, as you uh, uh, snap that whip, and it just sort of cracks off the side of the armor. Yep. It doesn't look like you did anything, but the whip sort of jostles back, and the tip just cuts past your cheek, which is going to be what that one strain is.
7: Okay. Ow. <clears throat>
0: and you're thankful that you decided to practice with a real whip before you got the the exactly
7: (laughs) well that's always been the case yeah that's always been the case
1: Ilyana's got goals but she's not stupid
2: exactly (laughs) all right
0: Corsarath, Graz and Ilyana
7: have gone who's
0: going to go next Avazia will go all right Avazia Uh, she's going to go for Sapphire all right So Sapphire is now surrounded by three of you. We're going to say you're going to get a boost die to the attack. Since there are three of you, and it's hard to keep track of all three of you. Which one is that? That's going to be a blue one. So it's going to be one additional blue die on your attack. uh, And it's going to be standard two difficulty. uh, So two purple die on the attack as well. Mm -hmm. No upgrades on either side, unless you would like to spend a light side point to upgrade your attack. Um, sure, I'll go ahead and do that. All right. So hit the use light side button.
4: I have one light point remaining. Don't
0: worry, you're yep. about to get some more. <laughs> <I>
7: figured. <laughs> Words you never want to hear.
0: Can I add that upgrade? Yep, so you add an upgrade on the positive side, so on the mm-hmm. left side. And then once all that's set, you've got two difficulty, one extra boost die, an upgrade on the positive side. You go to the lightsaber and hit that dice button that's up in the top middle of the, bu- of the box. Ooh, <laughs> triumphs! <laughs> triumphs are great. Let's take Triumphs a look. are
7: good times. Let's take yeah. a
0: look at what you can do with some triumphs. All right. So you're definitely hitting and doing a good amount of damage. Um, let's see... Advantages and triumphs in combat. Um, so a triumph can be used. A triumph can be used on basically anything. But two triumphs. If you'd like to spend both, you can use two triumphs when dealing damage to a target. Have the attack destroy a piece of equipment the target is using, such as blowing up their blaster, personal shield generator, or lightsaber uh or you can actually that's actually a separate thing destroy the lightsaber an opponent is wielding as the gm's discretion the crystal may be salvaged from the destroyed lightsaber and installed a new hilt with any modifications intact would you like to destroy the lightsaber the i would journey? love to destroy the lightsaber so avasia, <laughs> yeah. com- avasia comes in and shoulder rolls over corserath just using corserath as a springboard comes up, flips up, slices down, and as she lands on the other side of the training droid, there is this crackling electricity and then a poof, as the double-bladed lightsaber it was holding explodes from the middle and just cl- clatters to the ground, having destroyed it as well as doing some additional damage.
1: Do you berserker's man? You,
0: you look off to one side of Acia and you see the subtlest of nods from Saris. <laughs> but you do see it
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. all right and that leaves uh, two more so between crack and katahab which crack is
6: currently aside. so katahab i'm, yeah, I'm I, here I oh, would, Okay. Um, sorry if you want to go that's totally
3: um I, I i i do have a droid in my face that would be the only reason i'd want to go Go ahead. Um, does it take a maneuver to switch weapons? Um, I think it does.
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay. All
3: right. Then I will use my uh, my maneuver, uh, and Crack uh, will reach to his belt and pull out the uh, the pulse disruptor that's uh-huh. there. Um, and wincing from the the double bladed attack, uh, is going to to whip that out at uh, I think it's. Ruby that attack Sapphire. Sapphire, okay. Yep.
0: Go ahead and make an attack. Two difficulty. Okay. This is an ion weapon, which means it only damages droids.
1: Right. (laughs) Yep. And
3: ships.
0: I mean, yes, it does damage ships, but it's a little small to damage a
2: ship.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I'm if I'm inside the ship, I can do a lot of damage. That's true. It is it is technically a tool. (laughs) <laughs> there we go.
6: does them make it not massively
3: illegal. no, the this one's, this one's a, this one's not illegal. No, this is 100%. This is actually a tool.
0: It's a little so this is a little handheld like jabber thing that okay. that that mechanics use to uh make basically use it to uh to stop short-circuiting systems. Yeah. Um Fair. It just happens that you can also stab an active droid with it. Uh, Which you succeed, so that's going to be five, uh, six, seven, eight damage. Um, You don't get to activate the disorient quality, but you do take an extra strain for the threat as you Mm -hmm. jab through uh, with eight damage. Ion being one of those things that's difficult for droids to soak. Yeah, Normal droids, anyways. all right and there's just this electrical throughout the droid which is still standing there and sort of the head swivels back towards you again all Um, right just testing Katahab
6: you know between the destroying the lightsaber and the ion weapon I think they got this I'm gonna go over to the one that uh, my sibling and Ileana are on Sapphire
0: all right so heading over there, if you're going to attack with your lightsaber, because there are three of you now surrounding this one, you're going to get an extra boost die.
6: I will take that boost die and probably fail to hit anyways. Uh, what's the difficulty? So
0: two difficulty upgraded once to hit Ruby. Two
6: difficulty, one upgrade, one boost die, and that would be the training saber weapon. Success, success is not an advantage.
0: You come over and just, you again, just getting underneath that arm that's currently occupied with Groz. Just jab the lightsaber in. Electricity sparking. Uh, So, on Sapphire's turn. Because that's who's going to go next, because they and, have and, four slots. Yes. And Joan, uh, just
3: to ask, should I have also gotten a boost? I, I rolled an extra one just to see what it was. Yes, be. you should have had an extra boost. Uh, so that's one extra success and an advantage, which would have canceled that strain. Yep. All,
6: All right. right. So no strain for you. That's would fine. Would I get to choose what to do with my advantage or no? Yeah, if you want. Okay. Um, I'm giving the boost to the next character that does something. All right.
0: So uh, I'm going to, to flip a dark side point for Sapphire. Heyo. Hmm. Do do do. Oh. Uh, Sapphire. So f- the arm that had the double-bladed lightsaber from the from the forearm sh chunks out a stun baton. Mm. <laughs> yes. Fair and it's going to punch Crack in the face with a stun baton.
1: <laughs> it's a taser off. D- uh,
3: it's going to get a setback. Does Crack sa- know that's in there? Has he ever worked on these droids? No, you've never worked on these droids. Oh, okay. Alright.
0: Uh, it's going to get a setback It's going to get a setback die because it's currently surrounded, but it does get to upgrade its, its initial attack.
1: I like the idea that Crack uh, crack is allowed to mess with a lot of things, but training droids are specifically (laughs) off-limits.
0: Unfortunately, no matter how good it is at hitting things, it rolls three failures. It's going to spend that one advantage to reduce some of the damage it's already taken, however, it's definitely not going to last much longer under this current assault. Ruby, meanwhile, is also surrounded, but Ruby is a lot healthier, because Ruby's surrounded by less people. (laughs) <laughs> As tends to help you know
1: uh, I mean I feel like it's an even 3-3 three, three split right now it's just we're not the super combat monsters <laughs>
0: uh, Ruby, uh, Ruby is also going to spend a dark side point upgrade their attack they get a setback die for being surrounded by three people and they're gonna do this. Ooh, a success of the triumph.
2: Ow,
1: that's how pain. That's nice. Wow, what was that? Uh, That one.
0: Which of us? Oh, that's going at Graz. Cut. Yep. Uh, so Graz, you're going to take six points of stun damage. Okay. Because it's not an extra success. Thank God for soak. Uh, and let's see. Can't destroy your lightsaber, which would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We're going to say that uh,
2: it's.
0: Yeah. So the lightsaber comes in and stabs into your hands. And as it Mm -hmm. does, the electricity just sort of shorts out your lightsaber, which deactivates. Your lightsaber still functions. You're just going to have to turn it back on. Use a maneuver to turn it back on. Use a maneuver to turn it back on uh, on your next turn. As it just stabs in and hits you, like basically goes across the lightsaber into your chest and then back. All right, top of the round. Who's taking that first? So now everybody's free to take a piece to take an initiative slot again. Who's taking the first PC slot?
4: Corsaroth would like to take the first one to finish off Sapphire. Go
0: for All right. it. So you've already got a boost die from aiming. You've got a second and another boost, boost die from flanking, and from the flanking. third
4: one from being assisted. And a third
0: one from being assisted. So you've got three additional boost die. Too difficulty to attack.
4: That's why I want pure blood, so I can claim, so claim that extra boost. Come on, you're a swordsman. Yes,
2: hey, yes,
4: you are. <laughs> overkill
7: much? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you definitely wow. needed that boost.
0: What would you like to use that advantage on? Uh, let's see, real quick. Uh, I'll pass the boost along. All to right, to the, so the next question. question. So you. You know, sort of aiming that thrust very carefully as you've been taught by the Makashi tutor on board. And you just, you basically flow forward, following the blade in and around. You scrape past the chest piece and just stab right through until you join Avasia on the other side. Uh, And the droid just...
4: just deactivates. Korsara thrusts through and twists around and brings the blade back around, flourishes, look over at Avasia. Oh it's lovely, lovely to see you here darling
0: and sapphire is out, which means two of these slots go away so uh it's Ruby's turn close sapphire ah get away go get stop and as sapphire as sapphire ends. You all watch as the droid lifts into the air, and begins to float towards Ceres, who just has a hand out and up.
3: Heavy side layer starts to play. Uh, Some cats.
7: No! (laughs) Uh, Absolutely uh, not. So flipping another dark side point. Nothing I'm, cats for the next five years. I'm with Jeremy on this one. Jealous. I'm in full fucking PTSD mode on that shit. Let me tell you.
6: Oh, the movie. Yeah, no. the goddamn <laughs> movie. God.
3: I'm not I even referencing like, the movie. I grew up.
7: Like kittens are adorable. The musical is indistinguishable from the movie at this point. It has been tainted by association.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record as saying I grew up loving that musical and yeah
0: it's okay it's people are too. allowed to be wrong
3: it's like fifteen percent well, okay anyway I was like, I was anyway like
0: guys uh, I'm just teasing
3: no it's cat's talk now
0: everything cats anyways uh, so new character
1: everyone dies no. the airlock opens <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're all cathar. I, a
3: Cathar. I'm a catthorner
1: survive
6: outside of an airlock right now because I haven't given that to people yet. <laughs>
0: Uh Ruby uh spins a spins a dark side point to upgrade the attack and is gonna stab in at Groz again. Because keep beating that drum. How sturdy are you looking, Groz? Eh the good thing it's a good thing that uh uh Ruby is currently set to level two. Fun fact: Battle droids have ver or training droids have variable levels, and you can mm-hmm. you can manually adjust how many dice they have I mean, for their specific yeah. attacks.
7: <laughs> it's danger room difficulty. Yeah, right. It
1: like- <laughs> Do we want the holodeck with the safety protocols or without the safety protocols?
7: No, Always no. With- <laughs> the problem is. If you always do it without because if you do it with it lulls you into false sense of security when the security protocols fail
6: But it's not quite a holodeck because frequently you're wearing a blinder
0: All right, so
7: that's not good
0: Graz you're gonna take six seven eight nine points of stun damage Uh But you get to spend two threat would you like to uh would you like to make Ruby suffer two additional strain uh or would you like to add a uh, boost die to the next targeted kit to to your next check uh, two add strain for Ruby
1: two strain for Ruby all right all right so I soak five of that and let's see what that does
0: I'll be very impressed if Ruby manages to make it to the next NPC slot. Because now it's a PC slot, so, unless Graz is passed out, which I don't think Graz would be.
1: Let's see. I am not incapacitated until I suffer strain greater than my threshold, right? Until you suffer I, wounds greater than your threshold. Once you hit- No, no, the, strain. Once you hit the cap on strain, you, it goes- Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Strain greater than your threshold, actually. Yeah, that'd be it. Okay, because I am exact. I have 10 threshold and I am exactly at 10 strains. So yeah, so, I would like to go next.
7: Since we mm-hmm. have two PC slots, I, I believe in a row, I mm-hmm. would suggest just on the off chance that I can pull off uh, uh, wrapping this thing up, in my whip, which might make it easier.
3: Yeah. Also, don't forget, you could potentially pass out if you fail and roll disadvantage. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh he's aware. Out, oh, no. I, I know what he's going to do. Right, it's not a- going to be tactically smart. So, he's going to okay. do something. Though. Ilyana's yeah. going to go first.
7: <laughs> so Ilyana sort of, they're sort of op- on opposite sides. of the- Just sort of looks over at shoulders like, you should stop getting hit, and then it's going to try and try and, try and whip this fucker. Was um, that graz? Yes, of course! <laughs> you have the boost die that I passed on. Yes, I do have you're, the boost die. So,
0: and you get another boost die for surrounding. Would you like yep. to aim before you swing?
7: I will aim.
0: So that's three boost die, two difficulty yep. upgraded once.
7: Two difficulty upgraded once, and obviously, because when have I ever not in combat? I'm I, I'm flipping a, I'm flipping a destiny pool.
0: Go ahead. You have got plenty of them now. We
7: don't need those. No. Um, <sighs> so that's two. So that's that's four, enough to activate and snare. Yep. And that is enough to activate and snare. So the target is immobilized for one round
0: alright
7: an, an immobilized target cannot perform maneuvers correct so I, whoosh, there finish it
1: okay so, Graz you taking the next slot I will take the next slot I too will spend a light side point alright give them all
0: back to me it's fine yep Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: he is also going to aim okay which I believe would give him two boosts die because yep. it's surrounded. You have surrounded, and surrounded for one rank. and aim for another. And he is going to do something stupid. He is not going to suffer any strain to reignite his lightsaber. He is going to drop it and go hand to hand. Punch the droid. Using claws and teeth. Yes. He is going to fucking tackle this droid. Yeah. If he gets enough <laughs> if he gets enough advantages, he can do a knockdown. Recall and that's what I'm going for. You have Wookiee rage.
7: It's last week. Uh, so Wookiee. Wookie yeah, Rage says,
1: work. "If when a Wookie has suffered any wounds, okay, I've only, only taken only strain, strain, not wounds, it, so I don't it. think I get bonuses." To gotcha. That. Yep.
2: <sighs> Fuck oh,
1: yeah. You got a triumph <laughs> and
0: three advantages. <laughs> what would you like to spend them on?
1: Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> I would like to spend one of the advantages. To oh wait, let me check knockdown. I don't know how many advantages it takes to activate two. that because that's pri- two. Okay, I think it's two. So he will spend two, two of those um to activate knockdown uh unless does this thing have a silhouette beyond one uh
0: requires additional advantages for any silhouette beyond one uh
1: uh, ruby is nope ruby is silhouette one okay so two advantages for that one to recover a strain um, let me see what I can spend triumphs on.
0: Recover another strain.
1: <laughs> I mean, I could, um, but let me see if there's anything else better. No, that's threats and despairs. So I don't. I'm not interested. I mean, you can upgrade the difficulty of Ruby's next check.
4: On an
2: upgrade.
1: Um, uh, you, I will upgrade Ruby's difficulty. You could also.
0: You could also, if you wanted to. Uh, have the attack disable the opponent or one piece of gear rather than dealing wounds or strain
1: um, you
0: could punch the lightsaber off
1: yeah I'll knock him down and rip the lightsaber out of their hand <laughs> punch well, the lightsaber out the
0: lightsaber is their hand so you don't rip it out of their hand okay. but you, you you so you you roar and grab you sort of grab the lightsaber <laughs> arm and just mm-hmm. shoulder in to knock ruby out o- up and over, and you start to push the lightsaber towards Ruby's head,
1: at mm-hmm. which point it turns off, because Ruby doesn't want to hurt themselves. Right, because right, Ruby's got <laughs> self-preservation protocols. <laughs> right. Bam! Yep. Just knock the whole thing bloody down. Alright. Right. I don't know if my damage for for that bypass you, you didn't do any damage? Soak. Yeah, you didn't I do didn't, any... figured probably not. But you wouldn't have done any damage
0: anyways, because you decided to disarm them rather than do damage. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I always figure it's probably better to do that if you're not going to get
1: through the armor anyways. (laughs) Yeah, and now they're prone, which probably makes the life a lot easier for everybody else.
7: Mm -hmm. Yeah. said finish it, not make out with it.
0: (laughs) 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 Who wants to go next? Other than Graz, Ilyana, and Corsath. All right, Katahab.
6: Uh. And I am going to do a lightsaber strike. I'm also going to aim. Do I get anything from...
0: So you get an additional boost die for them being prone. So one from being surrounded, one from being prone, one from aiming.
6: Difficulty is two. Two with an upgrade. With an upgrade. Got it. And yeah. I'm not great at this, but we're going to play. Okay.
0: All right. What would you like to spend those three advantages on?
6: Just had the table up. Um. All right. Um. The weapon has already been disarmed, correct?
0: It's been disabled currently, yeah.
6: Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much benefit to making drop it. Um, I'm going to spend two of that to add a setback to the next check that this target makes okay and one of that for a boost i actually um i'm going to spend two of that setback and just to try out different mechanics sorry guys i want to notice one important thing about ongoing conflict if that is an available option, otherwise, I will use it. Sure, yeah, side. you can do that.
0: Uh, so you're se- activating a setback and noticing an important detail?
6: Yes. Okay. Or activating. Yeah, I'm going to go with setback because the person who is currently on top is going to fall off over in half
2: Please.
6: a second. <laughs> I spent enough time with them to know this. <laughs>
0: uh, so the. You notice a couple things. One, you notice that you guys aren't actually doing a lot of damage to Ruby. Uh, Like, you've you've knocked Ruby over and you keep, like, hitting. But unlike Sapphire, Ruby is much sturdier. And Ruby's just sort of like, you know, it's frustrating that it's knocked down, but you haven't gotten it very close to being out. But two, you notice that uh, the Exarch has come into the room and is sort of standing next to Niri's. Uh, who is off to one side, observing.
6: Incidental to, ha- to give a hyper-excited wave. Yep. Um, and, yeah, that's my turn.
0: All right. Uh, so, uh, Avasia or Crack?
3: I think Avasia's right up in this thing's face, right?
0: Oh, no, you're both over by mm-hmm. Sapphire still. Okay. Where Sapphire was. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go
3: first if you like. I don't, I, I'm okay either way. I, I, I think if he's not being actively attacked, Crack would not want to go next. So okay. by all means.
0: Okay, yeah. Possibly will go next. Crack's going, ow, ow, ow. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's the other thing. Right next to the berserker Sith. He's like, after you.
2: <laughs>
3: all
0: right, so it'll take a maneuver to get you over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you're there, it's surrounded, so you get a boost die, and it's prone, so you get another boost die. Where do I put boost eyes? Uh Those are the blue ones. Ah, okay. oh, gotcha. Okay, so. two, blue, two blue boost die.
4: Okay. Um, what am I putting for difficulty?
0: or uh, Two difficulty, upgraded ones. Okay. Would you like to spend a Would you like to spend a light side point to upgrade your attack? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So hit that. the use light side button, and at, in addition to upgrading the difficulty, you also upgrade okay. your attack.
4: Right back to one left in the same in the same place where we were last time, on Anavasi. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's
0: see if you can get that double triumph again. Mm-hmm. No, but that's a lot of advantage. Yeah. Ow. Not a lot of damage, but a lot of advantage.
7: My favorite is when you get all of those, but no successes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: 50,000 advantages. You
1: miss. Damn it. (laughs) But I don't have any strain anymore.
7: (laughs) The crit activates. I just don't hit.
5: Crit the air. (laughs) Is there a list of advantages? Yes.
0: So in, yeah. in the, in the uh, quick references folder in the journals entry, uh, you can go down to where it says advantages and triumphs combat. I'm sorry. Where is that? So if you're on roll 20, uh, the tabs yeah. above the chat window, go chat uh, something oh, else and then journal. Gotcha, journal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then down to the quick references tab. Open that up. Yeah. It's not already open. And then go to advantages and triumphs.
2: That one. This one. Ah, open it up,
0: and then if you click the image, it'll get bigger. Okay. So you've got—you've currently got five advantages to spend. Okay. And unless it says you can only do this once, you can uh, spend—you can spend them as many times as
4: you like in whatever format. You could theoretically give whoever's going next five boost die if you so desired. You could. Or you could recover five
0: strain. Huh.
5: Uh, you know what? No, I think I want to give the next person five boost die. All right.
1: Crack,
2: you're going <laughs> to yeah. get five
1: boost
0: <laughs> die. <dyes>.
2: Holy shit.
1: <laughs> all right, Crack, it's your turn. Crack's biceps
0: suddenly we're, swell like three inches racing. each. It's
7: so, all on you. Don't um, fuck it up.
0: It's a dog pile right now. <laughs> on ruby
3: okay Uh, i i think then within the fiction of it um crack sort of sidles up behind avasia um and as as uh, just this berserker onslaught is coming in uh crack just kind of reaches in and goes zap (laughs)
0: <laughs> so you've got a boost die for, it being, for, for them being surrounded you've got a boost die for them being prone plus five boost die from a Seven.
7: <laughs> seven boost dice. I'm, I'm so gonna, pleased I'm not going to lie Craig I'm, Are I'm you kind going- of oh. I'm kind of disappointed that knowing you, you didn't do like some completely random superfluous thing that requires a roll just to get all of those boost die into one useless (laughs) roll. Another thing. Are you going to take
6: some strain so you
7: aim? To give you another boost die? (laughs) No,
6: because
0: I will pass out. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to spend a light side point to upgrade your attack?
7: Yeah.
3: yeah oh my yeah, god,
7: my god. <laughs> yes, I'm so jesus pleased. christ we what are, are we so fucked through? later we are on we are getting through there's no overkill like I'm, overkill i'm
0: going to laugh if you get no successes
7: i will All laugh right. my ass so, off like <laughs> i will have to leave the okay. room so
0: you have seven boost die seven, seven boost, boost die.
3: and upgrade upgrade it, Difficulty is two. Difficulty is right? two,
0: and also upgraded.
3: Okay. Did you sp- you spend a dark side? No. Uh, no. Have no. no oh, they have okay, adversary. Okay.
0: Ad- ad- yeah. They have adversary. Sorry. Won, okay. So
3: okay. Get- yep. Wow. That
0: is an Holy incredibly shit. mediocre roll.
6: All five of the extra boost
0: die given to you by Avasia rolled blank.
6: <laughs> this has been lined up for you, but it didn't actually matter. Her That's a me just, roll. You have to oh put your elbow. In it. It just that right that there one. is a what motherfucking roll. Does. does these are highly narrative roles that tells yeah. a story.
0: Yeah, I love it. Would you That's like to? Delightful. Would you like to spend your uh, two of your advantage to activate disorient one?
3: Yes, of course I would.
0: <laughs> and the other one to and, recover a strain. I'm assuming.
1: Yes,
3: please.
0: All right. <laughs> so you run up. Avasia has so Avas. The way I'm imagining it is Avasia just. Torques it towards the towards Ruby and just leaps up into the air. Pure wedding comes slamming down lightsaber first and then crack <gasps> after. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all, all the well, attentions on Avasia. Yeah, right.
3: Now, <laughs> now it is Ion. I don't know if. if yes, it yeah, is
0: Ion, which means okay. you do actually do more damage than Avasia okay. did.
3: <laughs> Hang on
0: one second. Excellent
3: um okay so uh thank you holly i'm sorry i wasted it (laughs) that's okay
0: (laughs) all right so as you stab in the the struggling ruby deactivates oh okay yay and the body is lifted up with some of you still on top of it (laughs) As Sarah Graz isn't
7: hand. letting go, <laughs> so I get dragged along because you're holding my whip to it. I <laughs> and... will jump. We'll off.
6: Grab Graz's hand as Graz starts to float <laughs> over. That that will in, incite him to turn it
1: loose.
0: <laughs> so Graz lets go. The whip comes loose. Everybody hits the ground as the uh, Ruby is settled into a docking station that you see has opened up in the far wall. Uh, next to uh sapphire and the stations then close and recede. Um Neres, since you're watching, make yep. me a mechanics check. Okay. Difficulty two.
1: Alright. Graz will yeah. reach over and just sort of yes. put a put a paw on the back of his sister's head and just kinda bump foreheads gently for a moment and then see what's going on. <laughs>
5: two two
0: success, injured. two threats. So Nidhi's, you know, looking at it, they genuinely did take those two down, uh, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like it. it, it these are, uh, these are uh, training droids designed to be taken down and then fixed up very easily. Yep. It does, they don't seem like they're in too bad a way.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Yep. We did Crackle. beat up the droids. We just didn't actually hurt them.
5: Yeah. Yep.
3: Crack calls over to Neres and says, Redundancy, you need to get a backup in your arms just like that one had. That was a great idea. That is an idea. Or, or that extra set of arms that I keep telling
5: you, you should install. <laughs> that is an idea.
0: You've all done very well, uh, Nibeshuza says, yes. as he steps forward and...
4: As, uh- as soon as as soon as both the droids are done, of course, Ross lightsaber turns off and he just immediately, as I said, thank you for the training match. First, the lightsaber back down.
0: Uh, Saris moves over to join the exarch as they come to congratulate the group of you. Uh, Niri is following after. Uh, Zook also appears. You're not certain if Zook has been there the whole time and none of you noticed, or if he just just walked through the door. Um. But the three of them approach, and uh, Nebachuza looks at the group of you.
1: Graz tries to like smooth down his fur that I headcanned is kind of sticking out with all the static. Oh yeah, yeah, you're like you're like you're an afro right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're an afro man trying to make himself a little more presentable and a little less like he just got gave gave a, a light socket a blowjob.
7: Behind be, behind you is. <gasps> Put it back up.
0: (laughs) Now is the time in all of our Squire's training that you are going to be sent to a world that is very important to us as an Order in order to build your lightsabers. The Force will guide you in the process, and I suspect everything will be made clear once you arrive, but the simple truth is that Your trainers, he says, indicating uh, Saris and Zook, will be flying you to the world of Eos, where you will find lightsaber crystals and materials required to construct your very own. This badge of honor signifies the end of the first branch of your training and the initiation of the final steps towards becoming a knight errant and pursuing whatever goals it is you and the Force have in mind. This is a significant task. Joining you will be Niris, uh, he says indicating Niris, to aid on the on the journey there. It will be up to you and you alone to travel to where you need to go and retrieve that which you need. And then return to us. May the force be with you all, and may your journey be successful. You're scheduled to leave from the midship hangar in four hours. I would suggest you use the time to rest, seek out our resident doctor for any injuries you may have sustained in this training, and prepare yourselves. You'll be gone for a while, and I hope you will all get to know each other much better than you already do now. And I hope you'll be successful. And he just sort of smiles... You are all dismissed. Thank you very much for your attendance. And he turns and walks away. As soon as he turns and walks away, Ceres looks at you, and you have all seen... Again, Ceres never takes off her helmet, but you have been trained with by her enough to know Drill Sergeant mode. And she sort of turns, and Drill Sergeant mode is clearly activated. (laughs) Alright, the group of you, make sure you've got everything you're going to need for a week long journey and see us in the hangar bay in four hours. Any of you that are late, get left behind. I suggest not being late. And you can't see her eyes, but you know they're aimed at crack.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, crack crack says. Oh. Which which ship are we taking? Mine. Which one is that? You don't know. You actually oh. don't know Sarah's personal ship. Which one is that?
0: You'll see when you get there.
3: Can I look now?
0: <laughs> if, you have your, if you have all your stuff ready for a week's journey.
3: Uh, sure. I, uh, yep.
0: <laughs> Make a cool roll for me.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Hard difficulty 3.
1: Graz is slowly like reaching out a claw towards Crack's shoulder
5: don't you're gonna spark him
3: sorry cool yep definitely don't have any points in that (laughs) okay you realize three advantage
0: you are pretty certain you dried off after getting out of the water earlier but for some reason you're wet
1: (laughs) (laughs) which is when Graz just grabs his shoulder and starts walking away there's a bit of a shock
2: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
7: come on come
2: on
7: Uh 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 okay (laughs) Liana is walking with still blowing over that one spot (laughs) (laughs) well
6: (laughs) managing to remain almost in parallel with the twin uh, wanders over towards Nuri's not even like waiting for a dismiss doesn't seem to realize that might be a thing Yep. Hello. You've,
7: you've all been just I've forgotten that we were in the middle of a conversation <laughs> or in, was in order, so
6: Kenny very clearly has. <laughs> Hi, it'll be nice to
5: work with you. I like your face. Thank you.
4: Corsair Course sort of turns to Avazia and immediately sort of that subdued, sort of shoulder slumped look again. We should probably reconvene in a Quarters, gather everything we need and then meet at the docks.
2: Yes, she will take his hand. Hmm.
5: To um, Kitty, uh, I am going to go get supplies and other needed, necess- needed uh, supplies, yeah, supplies, um, and convene there. If anyone requires medical assistance, I am also able to give that, like your twin. Yeah, yeah. Graz, Graz, Graz,
1: Graz. Graz stops where he's at, just sort of shoves Crack forward a little bit, like go on, get your shit, and then turns around to look at Kitty. Isn't
6: Crack also quite injured? Yes. <laughs> he
3: probably falls He probably falls over as Graz shoves him
7: like, off you go. Eliana like, reaches out really quick and grabs before like before even like you start getting pushed forward, just reaches out to grab for you.
1: Oh, right. I was waiting for the wet fish sound of Corin <laughs> hitting a deck, but okay.
6: <laughs> what? Deck heals. And, oh, wait, wait. And runs off after the two sets purebloods. Very
1: exciting. I'm back well, over to Nerees, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, no. So, like, of course, around the like, you got out of the room, you got out of the room into the hallway, and there's just a boom, 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 rapidly approaching from behind.
6: is somewhat disconnected from what you actually see because the sound is made by the weight of being a Wookiee. Right. And not- effort in the run which is a lot more like clumsy anime high school students yeah fun. no
0: when a wookie <laughs> skips it sounds like a herd stampeding it's really
2: weird
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's great i made a thing and both of you yeah. have amulets shoved at you
0: so these are, these are, looking at them, they are sort of a bone and vine uh, design that have been sort of tied together and are held together by more than just the things that tie them. You can both innately sense the imbued force power of
4: these. Of course, the rat takes one, sort of looks at it. Thank you.
6: There... <laughs> A comfort thing? Is, we don't know where we're going. And that should help.
4: He will loop it around his neck.
0: And as you do, you immediately feel the temperature around you. You had been a little bit warm and sweaty from the exercise. Uh, immediately you feel at a comfortable temperature. Whatever that is for you, it is, that is what it is now.
4: Which is slightly cold for most people.
6: So he's like... Pfft. Um, Rosie is gonna just shove it in her pocket, yeah.
2: Bye!
6: and heads back to make sure Groz and uh, crack actually
7: went over to the medic.
5: So I have pulled over yeah, my there, chest, holding
7: on to holding on to crack. You've got red on you. I, I also well I can't feel my left arm <laughs> that, that, that's because there's red all around it well it, it's usually that color but... no 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 like a, a, not on and she just lets go of you and you're semi lean and walks off <laughs> crack, crack
2: looking forward to the trip
0: nah so all of you can make all of you that have strain can make a discipline check no difficulty Or cool. Discipline or cool. Whichever
7: you're- whichever you're better at.
1: I am equally bad at both. That would be discipline.
7: (laughs) No difficulty. Uh... Yep. Alright, uh, every success
0: removes a point of strain.
7: Yeah, I only add the one.
0: Sweet! (laughs) Advantages do nothing on these, so you remove one point of strain.
3: Still very bad. All right, um, uh,
0: Nidhi, you can make a medicine check, difficulty two.
5: Okay, I realize. Go ahead. Oh, um the medical check. I think I the chart at least is only I can only remove wounds. Can I remove strain with that? As you can. Well or? You
0: can remove oh. strain if you have if you generate advantages on the check.
5: Okay, got it. Okay,
0: and um, so so the way it works uh when you make a medical check on somebody that has no wounds but has strain. You you basically learn that they don't have any wounds, but Mm -hmm. if you generate advantages, you can remove a number of strain equal to the number of advantages you generate.
5: Yep. I also get a boost because I have the physician's kit. Yep. Yep. So uh, Narese opens a door like in the center of their chest and just pulls out an entire Uh, (laughs) medical bag.
0: Narese flips the robe over one shoulder and then opens the door.
5: (laughs) Yeah. I don't actually imagine that I wear the robe. Mm, No. I might have. Yeah, yeah, this is weird. These are weird people. I would have. <laughs> I flip. I've been wearing a giant like concealing robes. Yeah. So it's, it's just like basically a giant tent.
0: Gray Jedi it's robes,
1: great. basically.
5: It's beautiful. Okay. Uh, and difficulty two. It's like robes. If one... robes
1: came with a hoop skirt.
5: <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I got giant legs under there. Uh, yeah. And a boost die. Okay. There we go. Medicine.
1: Who are you going for first?
5: Um, I'm gonna go for Graz because you were already there. Okay. Ugh.
1: <laughs> so I am not wounded.
0: <laughs> so as you analyze Graz, you realize what Graz needs right now is either a trip to the alchemist, uh, specifically the, Al- the 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 alchemist that is not Graz's sister, mm-hmm. uh, or rest.
5: You are fine. You should see Rozcella. That's her name, right? Yeah, Ross yes. Okay. And then, second one, when Crack
3: comes over. Yeah, Crack Crack is walking over in his still usable hand, talking on a comm link saying, oh, No, 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 the, the large refractor mutter. Yep. No, nope. no, nope. pack that one. No, no, put that one down. No, nope. we're going to need a, a beam angle. Yep. Electrocrop. Yep.
5: Concentrate. Nope. I'm going to help you. Oh. Uh, as well one as success. You recover
3: okay. one strain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm I'm at half strain. Heyo.
5: You should also you,
1: you should also see Roz Chela.
5: You should also see Roz. <laughs> Hello.
1: So yeah, Graz will meet Kitty like halfway out. I m- m- the droid says I need to speak with your teacher.
6: Right, right. Let's go. Oh, you should grab your bag first, probably. I should grab my bag too.
1: I we can grab our bag afterwards.
6: Okay. And I'm sure it won't take to where too where long. Is. Yeah. Uh,
0: you so those of you that are going, I'm assuming Croc runs to catch up because it's in the same direction.
3: Crack Crack will not go to the um uh to the to the healer. He's going to go back to his lab. Okay. Get uh all the tools that hopefully um Clax was packing up. That's who he was talking to on the com.
6: Yeah. No, that's um, just how Kitty talks. We're not actually like running, <laughs> unless Graz is running, at which point Kitty can keep yeah. up. But.
0: but sorry, you're going. So you get you get the stuff you were had. Crack Clax uh, picking up,
3: and then we'll go directly to the hangar in the hopes that he will be able to look at the ship because he's there early.
0: Okay. Uh, so. Uh Kitty and Graz you guys head to the alchemist. Uh, uh and Avasia are heading to their room. Eliana, uh, where are you going?
7: Back to my room, Back to, your to, room. to 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 get some things together. And, um leave myself a message for later.
0: And okay. uh, is, is going to get swat. So We'll start with Graz and Kata. Kata uh, Katahab. Uh so, you round the corner uh to the area of the deck which is n- nominally the medical wing um this is where uh this is where whenever they have uh relief supplies that need to be held this is where the medical relief supplies are held as well as where ross uh sort of den would be a pretty good term is
1: <laughs> lair
0: lair that works too uh you come over and there is just this green hot on
1: Durasteel chicken legs
0: there is just this <laughs> green mist emanating through the hallway as you approach the door to Raz
1: room Kitty you know your teacher's creepy right
6: isn't it great she's amazing
1: and that and, is another way to put it
0: and as you approach that as you approach without even needing to knock or register that you're there the doors slide open they slide open very much like at half speed to all the other doors you don't know if that's just an intentional thing or if they've just decayed for whatever reason
6: Walks in. Walk well, in. Here we go.
0: There's a collection of there's a collection of uh animal hide and bone hanging on strings from certain areas of the room. There's this large cauldron bubbling with this green mist that's the thing that's emanating out into the room. And on the other side, smoking a pipe, uh is the red red and black robed figure of this night sister, Raz Sheila, who looks over at the two of you. Somebody needs my help, I see.
6: He bows his head. Push Gras sort of towards whatever seating there is.
1: She looks you up and down. Everything kind of hurts a little bit, Mem.
0: Hmm. Here, drink this. And she sort of flexes a finger and a, and a potion bottle hovers off one shelf and over towards you.
1: Graz, who is very used to the concept of just being handed weird shit to drink, just pops it, downs it, and waits. Make a a diff three resilience check. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm using our last light side point.
6: (laughs) Fine. The point of them is that John will use them and we will use them all the time. Yep.
5: I know. I'm just being
1: existential. All right Alright. Make sure I click <laughs> out oh, resilience. Right, I'm actually go pretty good at. <laughs> Two successes, a triumph and an advantage.
0: So there is have you ever have you ever drank like an entire bottle of NyQuil before? Yeah. That feeling hits you.
1: Okay. And you so, just
0: everything goes slow mo. But you don't so pass out. It's kinda out. like absinthe. Hmm. Yeah. You okay. don't you don't pass out though. Which is what the resilience check was for.
1: As uh-huh.
0: you just everything starts to warp and weird. Uh Roz set, looks over at Kitty. Ah, He's they stayed awake. They're going to need your help moving and collecting their things, but in two hours they'll be fine.
6: I said we should
0: get her bags first.
2: Alright, thanks. <laughs> and are uh, going
0: on a trip. Graz, they are both talking like uh
1: <clears throat> like the parents in peanuts right now. I turn towards the blurry shape that I assume is Raj <laughs> Uh the two of uh, uh, uh kitty you
0: see Graz turn towards those chicken bones. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And just
6: And again, probably pretty used to this. Just sort of gently up, and starts moving outward, moving out. Alchemist potions are great.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are. Does any of my strain go away, or are we waiting on uh, that? For your now?
0: strain will your strain will be entirely gone in two hours, rather than you okay. losing some over a night's sleep. Alrighty. So you can go ahead and remove them for now assuming that you don't get into a fight while half inebriated over the next two hours.
1: I have no plans to do that, but hey, it's one of your games. Who's gonna, who can say?
6: It's true. Right? It's
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> so, Course, Wrath of Wrath,
0: and Navasio.
6: Um, <clears throat> just to clarify, oh. I assume at some point, Ileana stopped following us, blowing air at...
7: Yes. No. Iliana goes to her room. Uh-huh. Once um once uh that brief the, the the quick conversation with with um uh sorry still learning names. Uh uh crack. 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 Yes. Yeah. I let go, like trying to make sure that she was sort of responsible for him for, for him being standing, just let go and walked away and it waved and yeah. Okay. It's gone off.
6: All right.
0: Uh, Corsarath and Avasia. So, the two of you have gone back to your room. What are you doing? Uh, Avasia is packing and complaining
4: right now. Corsarath sort of immediately walks over to the one place where he keeps most of his things, grabs the thermal cloak, the backpack that he carries everything in, um, puts the data pad that he's got, the macro binoculars... Puts everything the respirator.
5: An entire week with crack. I don't think I can stand it.
4: I believe
6: he's will be perfectly fine. He never shuts up. I may kill him by the end of it.
2: Just
4: try to tune him out.
2: It's a little difficult.
4: I mean, it certainly is at times, but...
2: All the time. I suppose.
4: And also remember that if you do break him, it will be more difficult to fix things.
2: If I
5: break him, can't he just fix himself?
4: No. (laughs) It's not the way that you break things, darling. (laughs)
2: I will try to behave myself then.
0: And in the corner of the room, there is this large sword made of black metal that faintly glows red when you hold it that just begins to hum a little bit by itself. Is this normal? Uh, so your sword hums Occasionally. And typically, when there are events of great import about to occur, at least as far as you're concerned, mm-hmm. like it, it hums really, like it, it hums really, like forcefully around your birthday, and it hums really forcefully, like it hummed really forcefully the day that your home planet got attacked. And so it's like you know, you you associate it with humming is very important.
4: Well, it would seem that we've got, uh, important matters to attend to today, so.
6: Indeed. Avazia will grab her, her warblade.
4: I think it might have missed you. Shall we make our way to the docks? Yes. Very well. And the two of them will head out, I guess.
0: So, oh, Nere's. Mm. You head to get some supplies. Yep. Uh, As you open up the storage room uh, and walk in, you hear this... Uh, And you sort of look up, and you see one of the dum-dum droids uh, is sort of hanging halfway out of a ceiling tile with another one on, like, three different chairs stacked at odd angles trying to pull him
1: out.
5: No, 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 you're (laughs) going to
0: fall. (laughs)
5: Yeah, it, the
0: it definitely seems like they're about to fall if that, uh, if the one that's stuck in the ceiling gets out.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna try and, like, go over there and assist. <laughs> <laughs> so you, re- you
0: Reach over, like, reach up, grab the chair, steady it.
3: Some up droids, the maintenance toddlers of the Star Wars universe. Beep, 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 beep,
0: beep, 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 beep. What are you... There's a there's a loud metal clanging sound and the one that was stuck comes free of its legs. There's a, there's a clicking sound, and you hear the scuttling of feet in the maintenance hatch above as the feet begin to operate on their own. And it's now holding half of its friend and just sort of looking at you like it's confused and it doesn't know what happened.
5: Oh no. Go. Intellect of zero. <laughs> go to i um who does maintenance again um,
0: uh, uh, cal. uh cal cal regulus yeah
5: go to cal tell him you have lost your legs <laughs> beep, 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 beep,
0: beep, beep. the the other one drops it it hits the ground and begins crawling on its arms towards uh, out oh. you still hear the feet running around in the
1: maintenance shaft above <laughs> It's like a chicken minus the head. Oh,
5: they will find that.
0: (laughs) The other one looks down at you.
5: What were you doing up there? Uh,
0: It looks like uh, from the conversation, it sounds like they were adjusting. They they were trying to adjust environmental controls to make, you know, making doing regular maintenance and things. And they got sort of stuck in the maintenance shaft.
5: All right. Next time you can send a distress signal. i Oh, never mind. <laughs> okay, it, I continue it. It
0: hops down and follows the other one.
5: Gather up things enough where I basically I'm assuming everyone else is getting like personal supplies that keep them alive. Um yeah, pretty much. Would I need I know if I need to take anything in particular besides just like charging stuff for me. Uh, or...
0: No, nope. You, you've okay. You don't have I'm anything fine. specific that is going okay.
5: on. Okay. Yep. I get that, and I begin heading back to. Um. Uh, the yeah. Okay. To the rest. If I can get, if I can get a. Just like something, like a a cart, and someone else to take that to the station. I think Naree would then start just when we get closer to the time when I know we have to leave, going and checking and make sure everyone's going to be there, especially Crack because it was an issue before.
0: Yeah, no, you can get a couple of you can get a couple okay. of more dumb dumb droids yeah. to, to move move. So cart. that's what I'm doing. That's something they can do very easily. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and his dumb dumb is dum-dum is d-u-m mm. dash d-u-m they are the they are mm-hmm. the progenitor of the dumb of the dumb pit droids okay. mm-hmm. these, these came first and they figured they'd do another round these are like half the size of the classic mm. pit droids because like the classic pit droids stood up to like the size of a child these are okay. half that size
5: Aw, they're adorable <laughs> okay. um so
0: uh iliana You head to your room. Gather your stuff. Gather my stuff.
7: Nothing particularly special. Um... (coughs) No, wait. Can we get uh, uh, moving? To try to look ahead at all. All right.
0: So, Crack arrives first, obviously, because he you know was really excited to see the ship. Uh, You arrive at the mid-decks at the the mid-deck hangar. Um, There are two hangars on the ship. There's a mid-deck hangar and the four-deck hangar. The mid-deck, between the two, they can house around 25 starfighters if they had that many. They don't currently. There are zero starfighters in either hangar. However, the mid-deck hangar can hold two Silhouette 5 sort of freighter-sized ships, uh, one of which is currently there. It's this uh, sort of long and... uh, sort of rectangular uh, freighter looking uh, ship that, uh, Crack, you can go ahead and give me a either a piloting space or a mechanics check.
3: Uh, definitely mechanics and roll 20 quit on me. Hold on one second. Do any of us actually have any space piloting skills? I do. Okay, good. At least one of us. Okay, I'm back. Um... And I'm sorry, what was the difficulty?
0: Uh, it's going to be diff two. Okay. Uh, no. This ship looks really beat up. <laughs> like, it, it's a pile of junk. As far as you can tell. Uh, you do see uh, off in the distance, um, Saris and Zook are currently doing some sort of maintenance work to the ship. Uh, uh, Sarah is sort of her cloak billowing behind her, how, walking around with a bucket full of tools, and is just like dropping them at Zook's feet, and then climbing up. Uh, she like sort of climbs up one of the landing struts, hooks her legs around, and leans back, basically holding herself up by her core muscles alone, and is just sort of adjusting something underneath one of the uh, one of the engines, while Zook is off to one side messing with something else
3: uh uh crack will jog over uh and say i'm here i got here early um can i help
0: sarah looks over her shoulder no
3: i brought all my tools and uh will point at the bag that the tiny little <laughs> at this point the tiny little crab droid is desperately trying to haul across good you can yeah, go ahead and
0: sit, you can go ahead and situate them on the ship then and she sort of thumbs over to the open cargo bay. There's, which is like All kind right. of a, a, a you know a lowered platform that's on the on the ground right now.
3: Okay, uh, is the cargo bay? Are there interior entrances from the cargo bay? Once I get into the yeah cargo yeah bay, yeah yeah
0: it's a you can tell it's a freighter, which means that okay. typically the cargo bay is readily yeah. accessible from the rest of the ship.
3: <laughs> um, anything in here that identifies it? Is there a, a make or? uh any um, kind of brand logo or no this okay.
0: you can readily identify this is a junk freighter okay uh which is particularly which is a kind of freighter that's been scrapped together by many different kinds of freighters uh you typically see these as junk fighters like small star fighters that have been you know like they'll, they'll take bits and pieces and a couple of different things yeah and they'll slap them together uh this is like that but on a larger scale
3: okay um can I find my way to the engines from here?
0: Oh yeah, easily. Okay, like it's not—it's not that hard to navigate.
3: It's not. Craig that big. dumps his stuff and heads to the engines. You head to the engines, and we'll just start looking around. Can I roll in here to see if I identify? Yeah. Uh, if I can figure out what sort of yeah, uh, hybrid drive
0: is on it, and you can absolutely figure out uh, stuff like that. Go ahead and make okay. another roll.
3: Uh, also mechanics. Yep. Also mechanics. Same difficulty. Yep. Okay.
0: Does. So you're looking at uh this has a this looks like it has a class 3 hyperdrive um which is fairly fast. It's one of the higher mm-hmm. ones. Um the backup hyperdrive is like class 14. So like <laughs> the, the backup hyperdrive is really slow.
3: <laughs> uh, where like your grandkids might make it there.
0: Yeah, uh, no, it, it it'll like but like where uh, a two-day journey on a class three hyperdrive would take about a week on a class fourteen hyperdrive. That's the sort of the expansion of time there. Sure. Um, drastically slower, but not like years uh, slower. Um, pretty decent ion, uh, pretty decent ion engines. You'd estimate it probably has a speed of four, which is pretty fast. Uh, st- uh to for for comparison, starfighters typically have a speed of five. So it's a pretty uh, agile uh uh freighter for its size
3: um very meta out mm-hmm. of character question what silhouette is this thing
0: this is a silhouette five
3: okay yeah okay so it's so a-
0: it's a it's a nimble big ship yeah um you would estimate it probably doesn't handle very well uh but it's fast and you know
3: big so. okay okay
0: yeah the uh for also for comparison the aeon cutter is the aeon cutter is silhouette seven
2: mm-hmm.
0: so massive okay. in comparison meanwhile while you're shutting the engines the rest of you arrive in your various groups and see this sort of cobbled together junk heap uh that has this you know it's strange. it doesn't have an it doesn't really have a paint job on the outside it's just like sort of for it being saris's ship as she proclaimed, and for her having, you know, uh, understanding how she takes care of all the things that she owns, it seems very out of character for this one to look this ugly.
5: Yep. I go on board.
1: Reminds me of that, I think, it third
5: ship we took
1: after we left home.
6: Hmm. Crystal High was the fifth. Uh, where's my belt? Where's my belt? On you. I'm wearing, wearing it. All right.
0: is mm. <laughs> still coming down from the potion.
6: You said it lasts two hours and that we had to be there in one hour. So probably. No, you had, you had four hours to be there. So. Ah.
1: But then again, we don't have all that much stuff.
6: So. Yeah, so you've <laughs>
0: yeah. got plenty of time to familiarize yourself with the ship yeah. and get set up. Yeah. Yeah. After a few hours, you all get to the ship, you get everything settled in. There's plenty of room for a lot of you. Uh, it looks like the, the um, this was a much larger cargo vessel previously, but it looks like a lot of the upper cargo bays have been converted to rooms uh and like training areas and an armory and things so like there's there's plenty of places to put your stuff and also plenty of room for each of you. Uh and after the at that 4-hour mark, the cargo bay door closes. The intercom turns on and you hear Sarah, you hear Sarah's voice. All right, I hope everybody's on because I'm not checking to see. We're taking off and you feel the you feel the ship lift off. And you are reminded once again that Ceres means everything she says (laughs)
2: as the ship
0: leaves. And you all find yourselves leaving the Aeon Cutter. Some of you might be looking out the windows to see stars passing by to see the large ship of the Aeon Cutter that you've lived on for the past several years uh, receding in the distance along with the space station it's attached to and the planet
1: that it's orbiting before the
2: star. Question. Yep,
1: go ahead. Do we still have our training sabers with us, or do we leave yes, those? Yes, you still have your training sabers with you. Okay. You would have been encouraged to keep a hold of them. Okay. Uh,
0: as you as any of you that are as you look out the windows, you see the stars begin to line as the ship jumps into hyperspace.
5: Yeah, Nariz is definitely looking out the window. <laughs>
0: and the Aeon Cutter and everything else recedes rapidly into the distance over the intercom Zook comes on and his roaring uh, his roaring shiriwook informs you all that you're going to be on this ship for about two days before we make landing so you have the ship to yourself for the moment what's everyone doing if anything
1: Graz is gonna go find crack.
2: Okay,
1: and once he's high on drugs, <laughs> then he's gonna go find the Quarin.
0: Uh, so yeah. by this um, point, you're, you're you're you've come down.
1: Come down, okay. And he's got his truncheon with him. This was good work. I I like how it feels.
3: Oh, that's very good. Very, sorry we didn't get to use it. Uh... Would have liked to see it maybe we'll get to crack something over the head uh once we reach our destination
1: i think i will wait until then i don't want to start this with any bad feeling between anybody
3: no 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 i mean you know some sort of hostile life form or, uh, maybe a, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it has a pretty good polish on it, but uh, we could clean it up if you need to use it to bash through something.
1: Yes. I think, I think we'll, we'll see what happens. Did,
3: did you think I meant use it on one of the others? Because you I could wasn't. use it for that too. That's just not what I was talking about.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about our training and sparring and that that was the suggestion I thought you were making.
3: Oh well we could if you want to
1: <clears throat> I think I'll wait for now I, I like what I saw of everybody with the droids I think I think it's a good a good group we have here
3: how does you like the training sabers?
7: They
1: work well. Um this will attract less attention, so I'll definitely keep it for, for those sort of circumstances, but I'm always good to works. have multiple tools well. for the job. Yes. Yes. Did you bring your droid with you?
3: I did. I did. Uh, clacks. Clax! He's in one of the vents.
0: Tink, 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 tink. A crab droid falls onto Krax's head.
3: Did you find what was making that sound? And he reaches up one of his face tendrils and kind of taps on him.
0: Which comes across as a yes.
3: Good. Good. Um, Were you able to remove it?
0: The uh, claw on the front just extends a
3: screw. Excellent. Does it look like it was important?
0: (laughs) Make a mechanics check. Oh, God. It's
6: fine. Star Wars ships are held together with duct tape. And
0: Uh duct tape and dreams. Yeah.
3: Um crack uh we'll sort of examine it again sort of grabbing that with one of the face tendrils and holding it up and then we'll just kind of toss it aside and says probably don't need that for now um do you know anything about eos do i can i make a knowledge uh uh...
0: it would be a knowledge hang on do.
3: They're all know, identical. I don't have any points in any of them, so they're all just my intelligence. Yeah,
0: but if anybody else wanted to roll, um, okay. it would be a knowledge outer rim. Outer rim? Yeah, it'd be a knowledge outer rim.
5: Yeah, I'd like to make that. I don't know what, the what difficulty. Difficulty, is. Is. Uh, sure, difficulty
3: four. Oh, <laughs> let me re-roll that.
5: <laughs> are there any? Um, are there any databanks on the ship that we could access to get? Mm-hmm make that a little easier
0: or not our data banks on the ship holy That's shit
3: <laughs> uh groz is like i have a vacation home there you can make <laughs> a,
0: you can <laughs> make a
2: you
5: can
0: make a computer's check if you wanted to Makes try to me so stressed database. just
3: thinking about it
0: uh,
2: uh,
6: i will
5: yeah so it'll be um a comp-
6: number of successes with it'll be threats. computer
1: uh computers two Okay. Apparently, Kitty and I have been by there. I had a much worse time of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nope.
1: Yeah. Uh, so,
0: Niris, uh, Niris, you have nothing in your database about it, and you don't find anything in the ship's database other than an astrogation log, which is where we're going. And that's pretty much how yep. you get. Um, Kitty and Graz, uh, so... You don't know anything about Eos as a planet. You know that it is the place that squires of the Twilight Order go to find lightsaber crystals. That's pretty much all you know. Mm-hmm. It's And that it's in wild space.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I just wasn't certain if your droid would do well on the planet's surface.
3: Oh, oh! Because it looks aquatic. No, um, that right. That's what your question is. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, no. Um, actually, Clax is far more suited to a, a much larger variety of environments than I am. <laughs> it's very dry on this ship. <laughs> yeah. Crack uh, sort of looks a little bit worried for a second. <laughs> will two days be too long i'm not sure if klax packed my mister
1: moisturize me you have a boyfriend <laughs> oh
3: <laughs> i've got a hot ear um
1: <laughs> <laughs> i will no, it, see what it, i can find
3: is there is there a- Anything on the um? I assume there's no aquatic chamber on this. No, on there the are, there are no flooded on the duck freighter. Um, there it, are showers though. Crack shrugs and says, uh, "West comes to west. We can put a lot of um. We can go to the galley and put a lot of uh, pans full of water on the heat. All right. Um, or just I'll stay in the refresher." <laughs>
0: Just stay in the refresher for two days straight. I'm still in here.
2: <laughs> Occupied.
1: Graz kind of blinks then kind of claps crack on the shoulder. Galley sounds like a good idea. Let's go have a look.
3: All right. Um, <laughs> and uh uh and we'll, we'll we'll I'm gonna go scavenge some grub. <laughs>
0: Uh, You go to the galley and find Zook there, currently in the midst of cooking. There's just like several big pots. It looks like like Zook has set on a pot roast for something that doesn't fit in any of the pots, so he had to separate it
1: out into three different (laughs) pots. He had to subdivide whatever it was.
0: Yeah and he's just sort of
1: excellent he's
0: he's in there humming to himself and you know cooking adding some seasoning reaches down grabs something that's still alive and struggling throws it in the pot
1: (laughs) man after my own heart Mm. um graz is gonna see if he can if there's anything that's easily grabbable for snacking and see if he can skullduggery it without uh without Zook noticing.
0: Yeah, there are some fruits and things. Go ahead and make me a skullduggery roll with diff two.
1: Okay. That's not a success, but I did get an advantage. So as you sort of
0: walk over and just sort of reach out and grab a piece of fruit off the table...
1: uh, I'm casing the joint for later. A
0: a, (laughs) a cortosis-infused staff smacks your hand. Just... (laughs) As, uh, as 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 zook is holding his lightsaber pike just smacking you with the butt end of it <laughs> just points
3: it at you fine i'll wait mm-hmm. no the the lightsaber pike is it does it have a blade on on one end of it or yeah. both ends so are, a lightsaber okay.
0: so a lightsaber pike is basically a staff with an emitter on the top okay which is why he's using it as a staff. Like, <laughs> right. No. Is he like also think,
1: using like it to, to cook? I like to think that it's. I was gonna say I like to think that it's interchangeable. He can unscrew the lightsaber and put a spoon on the top. Yeah. you know. No,
0: he's not using it to cook. It's just sort of sitting next to him. <laughs> okay. He puts leans it the back right. up against the wall. Continues cooking.
6: No, Gros using just... your powerful weapon as a cooking tool is totally the alchemist thing, though. <laughs>
3: Jaws will just wander off and go find other things to entertain himself. Then, so, so as as a um, a, a, so does he just kind of carry it around? Does he have a sling? He what, has what a is- he
0: has a back sling for it, but okay. you know he mostly uses it as like a walking stick.
3: Okay. All right. I will just kind of note that down for later. Zook is very much the sort
0: of the. If you imagine archetypes and like archetypical design, uh, Zook fits into the old sage kind of motif of using the walking stick and using the, the the lightsaber as a walking stick and sort of always has it in hand if he's moving around. Okay. Um, So, yeah. What's everybody else doing on the ship at the moment?
6: Um, how long has it been since we set off? Uh,
0: not very long. Like you just sort of just saw the thing turn, and it's been a few minutes.
6: In that case, Kitty's probably got out a sketchbook. Um...
0: um, all of you, roll a force die. <laughs> Those of you that have the Sensing Power can make a Sensing Power check. Uh,
7: how is yes. that... I don't think it's a check, actually. Oh. I think it is a, you spend a Force Point and you can sense things. Oops,
4: I accidentally threw dice in there.
7: But
6: Sorry, I, I have Seek, <laughs> which is just a really confusingly similar ability. Yes. Yeah. One Light Side.
7: And, and yeah, they're all about sensing, th- about spending Force Points.
6: Oh. Ignore all of that. Too light side. Yeah. Where is that? So, your force die is going to be the
0: middle thing in your dice pool. So, okay. clear out your dice pool. And since you only have a force rating of one, you roll one die.
3: And there's that little button just below it that you can use to clear them. Yep. So, you don't have to dial everything down to zero.
0: And yeah. So, like sensing isn't a check per se but it's, you can spend points to get it shoot I will to
7: spend my points then since apparently I you have to them.
3: click you have to click out of the <laughs> yeah these these sheets don't count it I think almost anything on roll 20 doesn't count it if you still have your uh, cursor in the window so you have to click up to one in the forest eye and then click somewhere else and then roll it there there you
7: go, there you go. so two plus spend well I need one of them.
0: So, uh you're a dark side force user, so you'll have to flip up destiny point and take a strain to you to spend one of those for your sense power. Don't have any nope. of
7: those. Never mind. Uh
0: so you all sense this to varying degrees. I haven't been able to roll it. Hang uh, yeah. on. Here, let me let me check your character sheet.
5: Yeah, and I would need to spend as well to sense, right? Because I rolled a dark and I'm a light side user?
0: Yeah, you would have to spend a thing, which currently I I have all of them. Ha <laughs>
5: Okay, never mind. I I don't <laughs> sense anything.
0: <laughs> uh da da Yeah, so up at the top. If you look at your character sheet, I just changed it to a one. Okay. That's the thing you changed to a one, and then you hit the dice. Thank you. And then it rolled, and you got one.
3: So These character sheets are, take some, uh, so, takes some getting used to, so yeah, don't fine. sweat it.
0: it. So it doesn't matter what you got. It only matters what you got if you intend to spend for the sense power. Okay. Um, yeah. But all of you sent something. It's just if you had been able to add the sense power, you would get more information. But uh, all of you sent something to a couple of different degrees those of you that only got one point only generated one point on your force die you sense something weird it's like there is a mass of tendrils surrounding the ship as if there is something out there just on the exterior of the ship mom those of you that got two that generated two points, which would be Ilyana um, and Kitty, it looks like. Yeah.
7: You I sense... mean, that's at least thematically appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Since mm-hmm. the, f- the one thing I'm supposed to be able to good be good at.
1: <laughs> <laughs> two, the, the two the, of the you. The two mystics. <laughs> two of the three mystics.
0: Uh, um, yeah. You sense a directionality and a flux to this energy. You are sensing both the light and the dark as it intertwines, almost like a rope. Like, like bits of rope intertwining with itself. And the ship is following down the middle of this intertwining path.
6: Does it feel hostile, if I can tell?
0: It feels balanced.
6: Okay.
0: Like like the hyperspace tunnel itself is a woven rope made of both the light and the dark side of the force.
5: Well,
6: it always is, but I can feel it this time.
0: You feel it particularly densely, like you could reach out and grab it if you were outside the ship.
6: Oh, that's too tempting. No. Bad idea. Um... Remember, you gave both those amulets away. <laughs> Also, you're yeah, in hyperspace. I don't think... It, like, yeah. generally, alchemists give their things away. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: it's
6: not that I can't use them. It's that that's not what they're for. Um, and Ilyana, right. you in particular,
0: you sense one more life force on this ship than you expected.
7: Where?
0: Among the people... You can't really get a, you, you didn't, the, the the sense didn't kick in strong enough for you to get a directionality. Okay. But there's definitely one extra person than you expected on the ship.
7: Okay.
6: Sort of looking around at the, well, mostly out the window, but also at anyone who's in the main area.
7: Giannis stands up and just starts walking around, like trying to get a directional so, okay I feel this person here, yeah. this person here, I know who this person is, elimination. So probably to anybody, she just looks like so, she's wandering and looking. Dis
0: You wander around, you sense crack, you sense kitty, nah. you sense grog, nah. you hey. sense Niris, nah. you sense Avasia. Nah. You stop for a second. You realize you sensed Niris.
7: I look back,
2: <laughs>
7: walk right up, and just like this far away,
5: I back away from I you.
7: Grab shoulder.
0: Yeah, no, you can sense
6: Miri's in new. the force. Um, he sort is, of closed the
7: sketchbook is and is watching
5: this. I...
7: How how are you doing that?
5: Doing what? I'm not doing that.
7: Being somebody. <laughs>
5: Hearing What's that? that.
7: And she proceeds to reach out with her hand, and I'm going to use summon item.
2: Ah! No! 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 No no, no! 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 No!
7: knife.
5: <laughs>
0: Uh, so, just knife. out I, of
7: nowhere, a viper knife appears in her hand. Just in a I burst of green, and holds my it up. How yeah. are you doing that?
5: I unclick both of my weapons.
0: Make. I want both of you to make a res a
6: discipline check.
5: Okay. Yeah. Uh, two questions. Yes.
6: So I have the seek ability, uh, difficulty two, last- by the way. Okay. Sorry. Need to find objects and people. Mm-hmm question. Yes. Does it do objects and people feel different in the context of that power? Yes.
7: Oops, I should
6: So just because this is sort of like reaching out to the forces <laughs> how Katie solves one. problems, reaching out to seek neerys who I assume I am familiar enough with to Yeah. Okay. Um Yeah. So, so I need to roll, and if I get two, I can do it.
0: Both of you manage to keep your feet on the ground, right? Uh-huh. As you are pulled away, apart from one another by yeah. an invisible force. Yep. And you turn. <sighs> you turn to see Zook with a handout.
5: I can explain. Started it.
1: Uh, Graz, like, sort of had started to stand up, but then he sees Zook there and just sits right so, back down and goes back to what he was doing.
3: Yolanda's got hyperspace madness. Kitty, <laughs> so,
0: Kitty uh, uh, through your senses, Niri's feels like both. Like, it feels, it you get the same feeling, like, when you're seeking a person as well as when you're seeking an object. It's this weird intertwining of the two. And Zook just—they started it. Zook, let's go, and you both feel the pressure release. All Please right. do not draw weapons on each other while we're in a small can. I would hate to have to pin you all to the walls.
5: It was stunned, but yes, it, it's not. Ares isn't wrong, and but he
2: dismisses it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um, it, it, this m- might be relevant to the two other mystics in the group because they were both just looking around, sensing things. Mm-hmm. There's a massive wound in Corasaurusora.
7: I am. I imagine I probably, unless that's something that I've never seen before.
4: Uh, it depends on whether or not you would have been trying to
6: sense his aura before but it's every definitely been there since every
7: minute of every day that's all <laughs> that she looks at is she doesn't <laughs> look she at physical she doesn't
6: know if she's sensing auras or not so it's probably just how coarse her out feels yeah.
7: Yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah like he he feels like a wound yeah okay can can I also ask, Jeremy? Um, the the I, I had I think incorrectly pictured that you were force pulling the item. Did it just appear out of no, nowhere? No,
7: it just appeared. Okay, like sort of materialized in hand. In a burst okay. of yeah. gre-
3: in a burst of green flames.
7: Yes, and then vanished in the same.
3: Is that something any of us might have seen happen before?
7: Mm, I. I would imagine she has never summoned her viper knife in anybody's presence before. Now, okay, all, so you can because she's never intended to murder uh, someone in front of you before. Anyone who
0: <laughs> like anyone who likes to can make a lore check, uh, difficulty three. Okay. Regarding, I know I have that. all the
5: Is that something I'm doing as well as that directed if, if you, me? If you if you'd like to, no, no, this is this is this is to
0: identify what Ilyana did. Okay, cool. Nope.
5: <laughs> uh, difficulty three, you said.
0: Yeah.
6: Okay. Oh, ignore the dark side point. That shouldn't still be on there. Yeah,
0: you can just clear your dark ah, My rolls terrible. What check is this? Uh, This is a lore
3: check. It's a it's a knowledge It's skill. one of the knowledges at the bottom of the, the skill list. very page. bottom of the skill list. <laughs> can, Where do I put I difficulty? Don't know.
1: I don't know if I might have seen something like this before, because uh, I've spent some time, time around my difficult. sister and her teacher, but... <laughs> yeah, so it's a three difficulty. It's going to be at the top.
6: Yeah. For difficulty to advantage, or for success to advantage. Yep.
3: <laughs> Kitty and Cracker in the back, like, oh, I don't remember that article you so, gave me about this.
0: So, Kitty and Crack, you have both seen uh, Roz Shayla do this. It's a power that Night Sisters seem to have specifically. Uh, the ability to just summon certain things to their hands from nowhere—it it's part of the thing that makes Night Sisters so scary to other Force users is that they don't use the Force the same way as everyone else. They subvert it and use it in very weird ways.
6: That make much more sense to me.
0: So, do you want me to take that as strain? Uh, no, you don't have to take any strain. Okay. That I uh, I choose to inflict strain if I so desire, and it's this isn't something you would get strained from.
3: Okay, I just Was wanted to like- make sure you knew you had three disadvantages Oh yeah, I saw to play with. Okay.
2: I saw.
5: Was the last thing Kitty said? You we were saying something before. Uh, yeah, That's I happened.
7: got cut off.
6: Nears isn't wrong, but Ileana isn't either.
7: I prefer to think of that as I'm right.
6: Hmm. You are right. That just doesn't make... I mean, Niers isn't right.
0: And as we ponder the circumstances of Ilyana being able to sense Nier in the Force, that's where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody.
3: Bye, Bye everybody. Hey.
0: Goodbye.